So Stevie. So Corey. How excited are you for Deadpool 3 now? I am more excited than I ever thought I would be. Really? Yeah, like I'm, really? I'm three times excited. Three times excited. Yeah. It's such a good logo. It's like, a great logo. <laughs> it's yeah, like, like a hilariously great logo. Yeah, it's like that's like what superhero movies like used to always feel like. You know how like I don't know. I mean, I can't even really think about it because it's like maybe not even superhero movies, but just great franchises. When it's like every time they would do like the second one, it's like oh wow, they're really nailing it. Like I don't know, and and I'm not even thinking. I don't. I can't even think of any good examples like logo wise. But it's also just exciting that this. It's just like a, the perfect DC or not D, uh, MCU, yeah. Like arrival Watch for, for I know, <laughs> oh for Deadpool. You I saw I mean? some chick post a meme today that said, if he chooses DC over Marvel, like that's a loss, baby. And I was like, like that's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is this a meme? Why is it? But I, it's so crazy that you know Deadpool because Deadpool's been in the MCU quote unquote for a minute now, property wise. Yeah. Not yeah, film-wise. Yeah, yeah. And, like... Not canonly, but... Same with, like, Wolverine, in a way. Like, the yeah. X-Men, they've had them for a second. They just haven't used them. Well, I think the X-Men, they... There was some... Something they had to wait on. Yeah, I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. You might be right. Like, they can't use certain characters. Yeah, like, they could have used Fantastic Four early, but they had to wait. Oh, it's the it's the actors. The actors have to play their roles until 2025. Interesting. So they can't even cast another Wolverine until 2025. I want. I don't even ever want there to be a different Wolverine. And that's why Evan Peters. Yeah. That's why um, Charles Xavier. You know. That's why uh, the Bolt guy from. You know. Everybody from Strange. Yeah. This is just one of those moments that everyone's happy. And I know I was complaining about like all of the crossovers and stuff, but this is one of those moments that feels like pure and just like will work out chemistry wise and like. Yeah sort of doesn't even make sense in how it would matter. It's not like Doctor Strange being in Spider-Man. It just feels so like chaotic. And, and I, th- I think Ryan and Hugh are really good friends, right? I think so. Yeah, like they, they have a lot of photos together. Because like, when that trailer dropped, I thought it was a troll by Ryan and Hugh just to be like, Deadpool 3's coming, like ha ha ha. And then I was like, oh, this is actually... But then the second one dropped? Or yeah, or like at the end where it was like the the logo with the the slash through the Deadpool. I was yeah. like, oh, this is <laughs> gonna be real. Yeah. No. Yeah. That that yeah. That is kind of what you go through where you're like, wait, how real is this? What's actually gonna happen? And they both have regeneration power, which is gonna be a lot of fun. I'm sure they're gonna have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> like I'm sure at some point they're both just gonna slice they're gonna each other. Fight each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's just going to be, like, I do want to see that cartoony of just, like, you know, Deadpool, like, shoots his fucking half his face off or something. Like, Wolverine's <laughs> got his claws in his chest while Deadpool's got his sword in Wolverine's side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Over, like, some silly little disagreement. Yeah. Yeah, I, I keep wondering, like, because cause if you think about comic books and you think about even, like, the animated shows, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the way the Spider-Man animated show did it was so cool because it would be, like... Punisher just comes to New York for like an episode and it seemed yeah like very chaotic very like but very funny and he's just wanting to kill Spider-Man like for some odd reason I forget what the actual plot of it is but I'm like those are the type of team-ups I do want to see you know what I mean like just like some random shit that like I don't know can just come and go and make sense it almost feels like a sitcom where it just like 
you know what I mean? It starts off in someone's universe. It's just normal, and then this new fucking thing happens, and then, and it's just gone. But it, but mixing it up with those characters like that would be so interesting. Like yeah, it provides just for a lot of weird, chaotic, fun moments, and like um, it, especially when the characters are so unique themselves. Imagine a re- a live action Spider Man show. That'd be tight. Think that'll ever happen? No. There's just too much money in Spider Man. It should happen. It could happen for they like do a live act. They do like Gotham and shit like that. Maybe and I it guess it doesn't happen. have Batman in it. But you know they're about to have like the Batman universe shows, which might have Batman in it. It could maybe happen. I just I feel like the the issue with Spider Man at times is that his movement is probably pretty expensive to right. animate. Let's give Miles a show then. That'd be fine. I mean, like that would be my expectation at this point because I feel like Peter Parker's a little played out. Miles a show, but like a long one, you know, like a twenty episode one where it is like a sitcom, where it's just episodic. Yeah, it's just something new happens every episode, and there's like yeah. little, you know. I feel like that's why the animated Spider-Man's so great. I know, and I, I feel like it'd be hard to translate it without being. But they still kind of like build off of each other. You know what I mean? There's still a story. The whole first season is like him going after Felicia Hardy, which is Black yeah. Cat, and then. His aunt, the whole season is like, I want you to meet this girl. And he's like, no, no, no. I don't want to meet no girl, Aunt May. And then at the very end, it's Mary Jane. I feel like the only drawback would be the CGI would be tr- just shit. It would just be really bad on well, a TV show. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like like an MCU show. Like if they did it. I mean, no, no digs of the MCU, but their TV shows aren't doing too great CGI-wise at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, but they wouldn't do Spider-Man like that. Yeah. But they do need to take their shows seriously. Yeah, I think that they could use some spacing on their shows. Yeah. I mean, I like the amount of content that comes out, but they do need more time with them, at least in the final stages. Like, I don't think, you know, I mean, yeah, of course there could be better, some better, like, writing, some better stories, you know, but I I do think what they've done has been solid enough. But if anything, just polishing is their issue now. It's been solid. I think in some ways it feels like we're on season like five of the MCU TV shows wise. If that makes sense. And it's just starting to feel a little overwhelming. Hmm. Like less of a moment. No, I don't get that because. I mean, I get what you're trying to say. Just like. I don't know. I can't help but to think of like how, how how well House of the Dragon is doing. And like part of that is because I guess it's been a minute, but also it's it's such high quality and like it feels so well thought out. But I wonder how far off some of their shows are. What do you mean? Like viewership wise. You know cuz like MCU does this where it's like you know that's kind of how their movies are. You know I mean, I I think Shang-Chi did well, but, like, Eternals and Shang-Chi and Black Widow were all, like, this stretch of just kind of, like, eh. You know, people didn't love them. Um, Yeah. You know, and then there was Spider-Man. So it kind of has its lulls like that. And and the shows did that. WandaVision was was the one. I just think if if you look at a graph, right, on how much content ours was coming out in the MCU the last 10 years, it's, like absurd how much it increased yeah (laughs) yeah and like i feel like they haven't expanded their production studios wise uh, fast enough with it true 
I still have high hopes for it, and I've liked most of She-Hulk besides my one glaring complaint. The CGI? No. What? They spoiled Sopranos. <laughs> I'm mad at him for it still. I don't think I can forgive him. And I've seen Sopranos. I haven't seen it, and they didn't spoil it enough for me to be mad. Fair. But I already know people are going to die. I'm mad. And I could figure that the Chris dude was going to die, but you could tell he's going to die. Maybe. Maybe not. I mean, you know that is like a four season one, you know, or something like that. You know it's towards the end of the run, but you know he's going to die. That dude has done nothing but get himself into bullshit, and I've only seen the first two seasons. And he has defied, hey, to be he has fair. defied the fucking family multiple times and tried to be a Hollywood guy and shit. You just never know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make a TV show and I'm gonna spoil She Hulk in it for everyone. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> they get in a car crash. That's how she gets her powers. I mean, I it's not really yeah, a spoiler. I'm just joking. I don't I I don't think you know how you were how it would be spoiled yet. I don't think there would will be a way you can spoil She-Hulk that crazily. Yeah, true. Which I think is what makes She-Hulk different than a lot of the other shows in a good way. True. Like I like the episodic nature of it. Yeah. Not everything needs to be a show that plays like a movie. I mean, but then what's so bad about MCU shows? Not to keep dwelling on them cuz like I don't think they're terrible. Because Moon Knight was before She-Hulk. I don't th- again, I don't think they're terrible. I just think they or can no, use no, like a... no, Miss Marvel. Um, you haven't seen Miss Marvel, have you? Right, because I got overwhelmed. Miss Marvel I'm was just, great. I've heard it's really Ms. good. Miss Marvel's phenomenal. Moon Knight is great. I'm just, again, it it feels like... Hawkeye... Every other month. People say is not that great, but I loved it. it Hawkeye was, was phenomenal to me. And I liked Hawkeye. Yeah. But I mean, again... Loki, phenomenal. Yeah, but all all of these came out in one year. No, they didn't. Like a year and a half. Right? Um. No, I mean, well, it's been two years. When did WandaVision start? Uh, I believe last March. And then they did Falcon in May, Loki, like in. Yeah, June that's like July. a year and a half. Yeah. I just feel like they could use a month break between these shows. That's what they usually give. Maybe two months. <laughs> and a month extra break is what I meant. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on this one. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I'm finally to the point now where I'm not watching She-Hulk. Like, I'm behind. So I guess, I, I guess, like, part of the issue is when it's, like, you know, Netflix has, like, Stranger Things come out. And they have, like, a different show come out and a different show come out and a different show come out. When it's, like, Disney Plus... The MCU, it's like MCU, MCU, MCU. I know, but they're all different shows. That's that's the only thing that I think. Some of them kind of feel the same, though. But MCU, you know, that's an argument for the MCU. That could be true, too. I'm just saying, maybe if they, they just slowed a little. Let them cook a little. Bake them. But maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I just think that you may want like award-winning shows every time in movies you know like and i think that i think that they could be capable of that too you know like they they should you know what i mean they should be able to hire like great writers and do like impactful shit but they are trying to do they're trying to do 80s they're not trying to get 100s you know what i mean if if like yeah i think that bugs me 
Yeah. I feel like I, I, I get it. I feel like they should be trying to get hundreds. I get it. Because when they try for 80s, they end up in 60s. Not all the time, but sometimes. It's debatable, but I feel like, you know, like they, they haven't made a, a dent. Not that the Emmys matter, but like they're not competing well enough, I don't think. I mean, I you got to say Disney's got to be a big part of this too, right? Like they have Oh, for sure. I I I I guess I shouldn't put most of the blame on the MCU. It's definitely a lot of it's Disney. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that like Disney Plus is heavily relying on Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah. To like bring them TV show content. Yeah, and aside from aside from Marvel and Disney, like yeah, it is just like there is just expectations on them and there is just so many so many inputs around. You know what I mean? This is run by Kevin Feige, but Kevin Feige, you know, given I, I bet if he got to do what he wanted to do, it might be a whole it might be a whole different fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like to be honest, like um and I've heard this werewolf by night shit. Okay, and that looks sick. Okay, yeah, and, and I've heard it's like disturbing. Like this might be like like they they are venturing into weirder territory, surprisingly, even though it seems dull and bland and too much. But like, Moon Knight was Moon Knight was different territory for them. To me, Strange was different territory. Like to me, you know, like Sam and Sam Raimi is happy enough. You know what I mean? Especially if he comes back and works on Blade. But he he seemed happy with how Strange came out and how it came together too. And a lot of people hate on that and wanted it to be Endgame level, but and I get that with, like, the multiverse name in it, but... I think I just wanted there to be more Stranges. There was Zombie Strange, bro. Like... Yeah. There was a lot of Stranges. No, nah, there was, like, six. I mean, that's still a lot. I don't know. That's still a lot. Now when you're talking, like, the whole multiverse. Still a lot. They gotta... They do. They gotta... They can't just go crazy with it yet. They gotta work their way up to arm or to Secret Wars and shit. I guess. I... I just like look at Rick and Morty, and I'm like, if they would have done like a Rick and Morty, that's a cartoon though. Too. I know, I know, but like if they would have done a fraction of what the Citadel is, like in Rick and Morty, it would have been a crazy I don't strange. Know what movie. that is? So, just been like a council of Doctor Stranges. I don't know. That's a different story for a different day. Yeah, I do think Kevin Feige is like Loki, a genius, and like one of the most influential people in the last decade. Yeah, of course, but. I don't know. Minor complaints about the This MC. is the same. We talk about this every time we talk about Marvel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's get past it. Let's start this fucking episode, man. Woo! <laughs> Throwing it way back. Yeah. Ten damn days. Man. I'm your, I'm your pusher man. 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 I'
That's a classic. Yeah. How you doing today, Corey? I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling, man. Just worked. Yeah. Now I'm back home. Now we about to we about to do a movie club differently today. It's kind of cool. Yep. We haven't even seen the movie yet. Yep. I thought you were about to say we're gonna read a book. No. Why would I say that? I don't know. It's a different it's type a, of movie. It's a book club. A, a move. A book could be a movie if it. Turns a page for you. We need yeah. to be a franchise. We need to like have like other people do like a podcast called Book Club. Book Club. Uh, Make TV Club a real thing. TV Club. Yeah. Art club. club. Music Club. Yeah. We kind of combined all of those into Movie Club. Yeah. It's like the first 40 minutes of Movie Club and the last 40 minutes. We get Fonz on board. He'll do Rap and Design Club. Yep. Design <laughs> Club. We could get uh, Internet Club. Um, internet, net, net. Internet, net, net, net. Um, we could get poetry club. True. Um, we could get fashion club. Nah, fuck fashion. Fuck fashion. I bought uh, a piece of fashion though. What'd you buy? The Jesus H Christ hat. Really? Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I always get the hats. I can't afford hoodies anymore. Fight any fashion brand. That's fair but mom formal's about to drop you ever watch you ever see mom formal shit yeah fuck they might be dropping if it's today i'm gonna be pissed probably already fucking sold out keep talking while i look i'm talking how you doing stevie i'm doing good i'm enjoying the autumn weather it's like almost there you know at night it's there but in the daytime it gets up to like 70 75 yeah i just want to be able to wear long sleeves and jeans no jacket yet i like that pre-jacket weather that brisk but not too brisk pre-jacket weather fucker these are 110 dollar hoodies Woo! i am sick of this shit. i love mom formal shout out mom formal but i am not paying 110 for this but look at this hoodie. inflation hard oh it's that a little is watercolor fucking robot inflation that's like the covid stock Damn, that's sick. So sick. So sick. And then there's one more. This one I would get too. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I feel like we are just, we're like in the. God damn it, that pisses me off. Like the, everything's <laughs> being priced now because of COVID, but it's finally hitting. Nah, it's been like that. Everybody I know, up it's there getting hoodies, worse though and worse. Everybody up there hoodies up to like 110 bucks, like. A while ago, it's like one person did it, and then everyone's like, "Why am I still selling hoodies for 70? It's like seventy was already fucking expensive. Seventy's crazy. Like I'm, I, I don't even, I won't do seventy. Fifty is the fucking move. Yep. And honestly, I, I'm at this point if it's where just I'm like, screen print, for real. You're pretty much just paying for the actual material. I don't know. At this point, I'm only spending money on clothes that I know I wear like repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. I like my basics. I just can't do it. I can't spend over 100 bucks. I'll still spend 70 But nobody even does $70 hoodies anymore. I know. Long sleeves are pushing 70 Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes 65 Man. Hats That's are like why 40. I fuck. We're not doing fashion club. Fuck fashion. 
Fuck Fashion Club. Bring your prices down. Yeah. Drop them shits. While also remaining ethical and not using uh, child labor or yeah. slave labor. Bring down the prices still. Yeah. Yeah, because the people that actually... Yeah, if there is child labor in that shit, they still making jack shit. I know. That's a fucked up part. That'd be so fucked if they're using like unethical sources and charging 110. Oh my god. I mean, you know that's happening somewhere, but... It is, definitely. <laughs> having a lot of places, probably, but... That's crazy. Yeah. No fashion club. No fashion. Uh, we'll bring in guitar club. Sure. For sure. Um, no guitar center club. Uh, photography club. Sure. Um, We're done. We're haters done club. That. We can have a haters club. Yeah. That'd be a fun pod. Yeah, that is a good pod name. Hater club. And you just come on and you just kind of hate on things. The whole pod. Yeah. I mean, not really, but you could just talk shit on shit. Yeah. <laughs> you like, we would have a, like a like a thing you just draw out of, like a hat, you know, with a bunch of different topics. <laughs> and you roll it and then the next hour just hating on that thing. Yeah. Be like, you love it or hate it. And if you love it, you have to defend it. If you hate it, yeah. It could get heated. Yeah. That could work. Fists only. That could work. I mean, words only. No fists. Man, so what else is going on? What else is happening in the world right now? Not sure, right? Terrible things. The world's a dark place right now. Why is that? Well, we had that terrible hurricane. Yeah. That was bad. Russia's still bad. Putin keeps making things worse. He's a fucking James Bond villain. Even worse, yeah. Fascism's on the rise. But we're here now in this room, and the vibes are good. Yeah. I feel like Frank Ocean didn't drop this weekend, which was sad. I should have. It's like, it's part of the fun of being a Frank fan, though, you know? You get hyped. I didn't even. And then you get crushed. I don't even fall for that shit anymore, I don't think. I just, you know, you got to make a... Sometimes you just got to make a prediction. So when you're right, it goes crazy. But if you're wrong, you own it. That's the only way I get enjoyment out of watching sports. So I'll be watching a baseball game, and I'll just go. He's going to hit a double. And then when he doesn't, I just make another guess after that. But when it comes true, you're like, oh, shit, I called it. Even though it's like 5% right. You watch a lot of sports? Fuck no. What's the last sports you've watched? I went to a Cardinal game a few weeks ago. How's that? We got our asses whooped. Walkie kept the bases loaded like the whole time I was there. And I kept on being like, man, it just takes one homer right now. And they <laughs> fucking got <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Cardinals were shit that day. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was the first baseball game I probably ever enjoyed, like, watching the game. That's tight. Yeah. I like baseball games. Yeah. I'm ready for soccer. I'm super ready for the soccer. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be the most fun one to watch. Unless, like, I can't tell if the crowd will be really, they it, it won't be a douchey crowd. I'm going to go there and just start screaming, ole, 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 ole. Yeah. We'll get the whole crowd going. Yeah. I wonder what our chant will be. I know. I'm going to make up a chant for someone. Well, yeah, That's going to be my goal. That's my goal. I'm going to start going to games all the time, and I'm going to make up a chant for one of the players. Dude, He's dude. here. He's there. He's every fucking where. Troy. <laughs> 
Troy Brent. <laughs> Troy Brent. <laughs> you know what the nickname for the team is? No. It's the Ravioli Boys. Really? Not like the official one. That's just like the official one. Aren't we called St. Louis Football Club? St. Louis Soccer Club. Yeah, or, yeah. St. Louis Soccer Club, I think. That's the te- name of our team. Yeah, but if you think about it, like they're trying to go for like a Premier League type name where it's like Westminster uh, Soccer Club. Yeah, Manchester City Soccer Club. Or like, you know, what's the one in Ted Lasso? I forget what they're called. Yeah, I don't know. But it's like the City Soccer Club. Okay, I get it. And I thought, at first I didn't like it, but then when I thought about it in that context, I liked it more. We do need a mascot, because they still had like the fucking, they still had the mascot in Ted Lasso. Maybe it'll just be an arch. Remember when Homeboy killed him? Yep. That was (laughs) tragic. (laughs) Maybe it'll just be like a big arch. That's a big, that'd be a weird suit to be in. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, (laughs) like an all like a black suit, which is like yeah. <laughs> connecting at the head. Your arms are just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the arms of the arch. Yeah. Um, probably better than like a big ravioli, though. Ravioli boys. That's the official nickname. Not official. That's the nickname. Yeah, unofficial nickname. The ravioli boys. You like toasted ravioli? Yeah. I like toasted ravioli. It's good. It's a St. Louis thing. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's mostly weird to me that it doesn't really like exist outside of St. Louis. So you mean to tell me that nowhere in Italy they've ever fried a ravioli? I think they have, but I think that they would be like, why the fuck would you want to do that? Make toasted ravioli. They'd say, why would you want a toasted ravioli? With the ravioli boys. <laughs> they would say, ravioli boys, that's no football to me. Square pizza boys? They would, they would probably cry about the square pizza. Actually, I w- I would love to know it. Rangoon boys. Rangoon. You ever wonder what like somebody from Italy would think of Emo's pizza? Because now I am. Hmm. Do you like St. Louis style pizza? Have we talked about this? I do, but I no, it's not my favorite. I don't think. I like, I like more dough. Do you like Chicago or St. Louis style more? Mm. <laughs> he doesn't want to say it on the pod. Uh, no, I just neither. Fair, fair. I, I like Chicago style, but that's not something I'm gonna like. You know, that's that's like just when I'm in Chicago every once in a while. You know, I feel like New York style, like Brooklyn style, whatever yeah. you call that. Oh, that's yeah. like the superior slice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Just classic. It's the perfect amount. But honestly, the real perfect pizza is um, this certain gas station brand every once in a while called Hunt's Brothers. They're only at certain. I know exactly what you're talking about. Dude, the dough is like zero grease in it. So it's like perfect bread pizza. Like, I don't know. There's just something about it that just is never greasy. And that's like the that's like the perfect, perfect slice to me. Yeah, definitely one of the best. But not New York yet. New York... Is where I would prefer to it's get. It's got pizza. the perfect ratios. Yeah, I just want one big slice. But I will say, my first time having pizza in New York, I got dragged to like some little fancy pizza place to try to give you like the fattest fucking one slice ever, mm-hmm. and it was like just not. It was like fancy. It was like expensive slice. It was like a fucking hipster New York slice, and it was trash. It was too much. It was just that fucked sucks. up. I had to walk fucking like. 
20 blocks with these people to get it. And they had to go to this pizza place. And I was like. Was that in New York? Yeah. Damn. That sucks. Yeah. I'm like, we, you know, I'm like, we passed all the best pizza slices on the way here. That sucks. Well, I was in New York with my family. We couldn't find a pizza spot easily. We ended up finding this, like, pizza and sushi spot. But the pizza ended up being low-key pretty fire. Really? Like, it didn't look like it would be a fire place, but it ended up being yeah, good. pizza and sushi is a strange combo. New York, baby. Yeah. Have you had a chopped cheese, though? No. You haven't? No, they look so good. Man. Last time, or no, not last time, but two times ago I was there. I was just there for like a week, and I had them every fucking day. Lewis would wake up every morning, go get like a bagel sandwich from the spot, and I go get a chopped cheese like 10 a.m. <laughs> oh, dude, that sounds good as hell though. Yeah, it's like fucking. Um, you get those at the bodegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a. Uh, it's damn near like a you know like a sloppy Joe or some shit. It's mm-hmm. like that, but it's just cheesy meat. Like it's like oh, it's just beef just cut up with cheese. Like uh, yeah, chopped cheese. That sounds good as hell. Yeah, so good, and the bun is far. Yeah. Put some like tomatoes and lettuce and shit on it too. I'll see like the bodega things pop up on TikTok and they always look really good. Yeah. Although a lot of them are like these like ridiculous sandwiches that I'm sure no one really orders. Didn't we talk about that dude that was like going around talking about like, why do none of these? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wonder what he's up to now. Yeah. I bet he's like full on, like he's like had a hipster transformation i don't I know if that's he, the right I think word he moved out of fucking where was he at was he in like flatbush or some shit maybe like, dude what if he got like in real life harassed about it everywhere yeah. he went he had to have moved well he said he was like i'm only here for a month until i moved to manhattan <laughs> that's hilarious i I imagine he's in manhattan now and every time that someone brings it up he's like well, what did you expect of me there's nothing there that dude was wild that dude was wild Makes you like wonder how much he makes now. Yeah. Probably three hundred thousand dollars a year. Damn. Maybe more, maybe less. Yeah, he has to. Or he just has rich parents. He has to make something like that to stay in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. You you know, you hear a lot about rich children. Uh rich pa- people with rich parents. I wonder how many people are out there with rich children. It's starting to happen more. That that could be a pro to having children. They could suddenly become really rich, and then you yeah. don't have to work. That's why you got to treat them right. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You don't want to end up with uh, you dying, and then yeah. your child writing a book saying, I'm glad you're dead. Think about all the parents that like didn't support their kids, and then they went off and became rich, and were just like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, there's a lot of those out there. And then there's a lot of, like, oh, like, my parents were, like, happy to fucking help me figure out how to fucking make a game or you know record or whatever yeah, so yeah. like i want to pay them back you know and that's that's the ideal you yeah. see that jenny mccarty mccarty book yeah I'm glad that's my mom died yeah yeah that's some crazy shit yeah yeah she had an interesting life it's like it's so crazy because like you like literally your parents do get paid if you're a child star like Yep. They're, like, entitled to, like, damn near, like, 70% of it. Yeah. Which is nuts. Like, there's a very small amount of percentage they have to put into a thing for you that you can access. And then suddenly you feel like 
the pressure's on for you to keep doing that thing. Yeah, exactly. And then they make you keep working, you know, and that's crazy. Suddenly you become a little bit of a monster and people are like, why did you become a monster? Yeah. Fame is a wild thing. Yeah. So, not a good segue at all, but... But we gotta we gotta get some claps going. <laughs> What's the claps for? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that, Stevie? You should know. I don't know. We're getting a fucking community movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it's it's crazy because if I feel like it's already had already been confirmed. Yeah. For I a mean, minute. But, like, so that's, like, when I saw Joel McHale post about it first, I was just like, okay, just more of this stuff. And it was like, oh, no, Peacock actually yeah, has ordered the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's been talked about for a while. You know, it's always been the joke ever since the show was on air, you know, six seasons of the movie. And then when they did the table read, like, during COVID, they talked about it. But also Donald Glover, like, I guess, like, said something of, like, you know, he would love for it to happen, but he doesn't know, you know, how it will or something. I don't know. Um, but now people are confused, not knowing if he's going to be in it. He's and if Shirley's not going to be in it. Shirley posted about it, so I think she's good. It wasn't announced in the official press release that she was on the cast, but she's posted about it. So okay. she's for sure going to be in it. Okay. Donald's been tagged in all this stuff. Yeah, I saw Joe McHale tag him in it. And, like, if you watch that Skype reading, he's really happy to be there. Yeah. I don't think he would be a main character. Yeah. But I think he would come back for it. And then Chevy's. Oh, no way. No way. (laughs) They may do something crazy where, like, they include him in it without having to shoot him for it. And so, like, they don't have to pay him as much. For him to be in it type of what thing. What if it's like literally like his grave or some shit? Like I mean, it might be. They There is a memorial for him on campus, on the Greendale campus in the show. That's, That's how they include him in one of the seasons. Did you ever watch the Yahoo season? Yeah, I've seen them all. It dips, definitely. but It's got the dude from Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, I hope he returns. Yeah, that'd be and funny. John Oliver comes back. Mm. Which is funny. I've only seen the the Yahoo one like once, and it wasn't terrible, but I had to watch it just to see it. But it's just funny that like uh, NBC canceled it, and it got revived by a joke streaming service, only to get canceled, only to get revived by essentially NBC's NBC. joke streaming service. Yeah, I, I don't know what you call it a joke, but I don't think Peacock's gonna last five to ten years. Yeah, that's just my bold prediction. But it'll combine with something that'll last. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I'm I'm interested to see what stream plays out. But I really hope that the movie's plot is that Abed is making a documentary on Greendale and it has to get everybody to come back to be in it. That'd be funny. I've so, literally been watching nothing but community lately. Really? Yeah. I just randomly started watching it again and like Where are you in it right now? Like second season. Uh, I think second season is the best season. Yeah. Dude, the first two seasons are like, like I watched that show since it aired, you know, and that show was like, I had the DVD early on, like, and the first two seasons, like I had both those on DVD. And Bro, it was crazy because it was, at, when it was coming out at that point, it was The Office, 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, Community. Yeah. Like that's an insane lineup of shows. Yeah. And it was probably like, 
you know, they were all, you know, I mean, they were all doing well, but they were also like, you know, like living, still living under Friends, Seinfeld, blah, 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 Shadow, and probably not deemed that well when they were in air. You know what I mean? Like all of them like, you know, took some time. You know what I mean? All of them like survived, but all of them got their credit long after they were off yeah, the air. I imagine that's a lot like how Seinfeld and Friends happened too. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, there was, when those were premiering, that Thursday night was huge. Like, everybody watched that. Yeah. Not everybody, but, like, that was the biggest night on television for comedy. What? Which era? When it was 30 Rock. Yeah. Like, they were giant in the time. But I think... And they've only grown since then. But I also think, yeah, I mean, I guess I do think, like, Friends and Seinfeld in that era solidified the Thursday nights. You know what I mean? Just, like, HBO and, like... Showtimes and stuff had like the Sunday night shows. Yeah, you know, like that. Those were like they were like certain nights of the week, you know. And then FX would come in there and slide in on like, you know, some Their like little, Thursday nights or yeah, some or Wednesday shit or something. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, it's crazy because I feel like nothing has l- peaked as like since that era, nothing has peaked as much on cable TV in terms of one night multiple shows. Yeah, well, I mean, cable just dipped out a little. People still watch it, but people still watch it, but but nobody is focusing on cable. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure Abbott Elementary's on cable. You know what yeah, I mean? But, but I like, feel like most people probably just watch it on Hulu. Yeah, and that show blew up. You know what I mean? Like that show is interesting because it's the one that came out in the streaming area or era of that. You know? Yeah. And there hasn't been a lot of. I mean, there's not a lot of great sitcoms since. No, I almost feel like. There's some low-key ones. Carmichael's show is great, but it never got... I almost feel like cable and network TV is collapsing. And, like, they aren't... Not necessarily not talking about it, but, like, not sure how to adapt. Well, I mean, I think they are owned by people that are controlling. Yeah, I guess I just mean, like, I don't see anybody that's younger than 25 ever switching to cable TV. No. So, like, in 10 years... No, the only appeal it has to me is nostalgia. That's why I would love like a Netflix channel that has yeah. like that, you know, where it's like they they could do that like their Friday night movie. We've talked about it, you no, know. No, definitely. Friday and Saturday nights they're fucking playing their blockbusters at seven o'clock, you know. Yeah. And then the Thursday nights and Sunday nights they can have their banger shows, you know what I mean? And I mean they could do Monday through Thursday and, and Sunday be all show nights. It'll be sick. I feel like in general, like the that like way to consume media is just shifting away from it. Yeah. Like things are moving towards like TikTok and Twitch stream and like video game storytelling. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where things go, but I'm glad that the golden era of TV is something we got to experience. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if we'll ever lose storytelling and, not necessarily storytelling, but like, I don't I, know if the shift has gone to games. You know what I mean? Maybe TikTok. Like TikTok might be having a serious effect on like entertainment. Maybe not yet, but like, I think if you talk to like a fifteen-year-old now on where they spend their time versus like where we spent our time as fifteen-year-olds, it'd be very different. But it could be similar. I don't know. I mean, I spent a lot of time on YouTube and video games at that age. That's true. Uh, you didn't spend any time on Twitch, though. 
Yeah, but I I consider you know that like the only reason I say YouTube is because that was like that was like Twitch, the at, Twitch the time. at the time. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I guess I I guess I just mean like. But we're also in a weird generation that like n- understands like life before the internet. Yeah, and that's actually like I mean we don't we always had the internet, but like we understand life before the internet was in a house every household. Right, and it, that is that is gonna like that is so rare. Like, if you really think about it. Well, I mean, like, so, like, I guess what my point is, is, like, we remember the era where it's, like, your TV's there, and, like, David Letterman's on at 9 o'clock, and Nick at Night's on at whatever time, and there's, you know what I mean, all these different channels. And, like, that was just on the TV in the house. And, like, 30 years before us, it was similar to that. Mm -hmm. But, like, 30 years in the future, I I don't know if late night TV will be like that. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. No, you're right. Late night TV may not really even be a thing. And part of it might be just because those you know, are like, no. You're right. You were talking about like cable being like they're not really talking about it, but late nights are the ones. Yeah, because and like the only time I ever see late night stuff is like a band I like went on Jimmy Kimmel and they posted on Instagram or something their performance or YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I watch it on YouTube all the time. I watch late night shit on YouTube all the time. Yeah, but I've became like a really big fan of Conan lately, and like. Um, like and then Conan. I just like, you know, learned about his beef with Jay Leno and how David Letterman stuck up for him the whole time and like thought that was cool. And and so my YouTube feed is like, and then plus even that I'm like always watching press releases for movies and like, or like when an actor, you know, goes on and, and it's not even real like press, but like, or interviews, but like, but it's I, crazy. Cause I do this. I'll do the same. You see Nick Kroll was on, um, one of them recently and said that he is the one he was the mastermind behind all the don't worry darling drama really yeah and he told harry to spit on chris pine <laughs> oh that's, that's just a great move by nick in general like even yeah. if he didn't like it's just funny. yeah i mean it's got to be just a little diversion but but like i don't know i watch it on youtube too you know what yeah. i mean and part of it is because the celebrity i like hearing the interviews yeah and things like that but Another part is maybe the nostalgia of, like, when we were growing up, like, that was just on. And so, like, uh, I understand, like, the legacy of it, maybe. Yeah. No, was exactly. like, a, a kid that was born, like, 10 years ago, his parents may not have had that on, especially if they were cable cutters. Yeah. But it still can exist, too. Like, Eric Andre came out, and that was a thing. And I feel like there's been... I feel like there was something... Oh, Z-Way. Z-Way was kind of similar. You know what I mean? Like, making, like, modern shows. And that was, like kind of like you know i mean that was its own thing obviously but that like also exists on tiktok you know that's true found a way to to exist then and maybe that's not the most successful show but i feel like that show is designed to like simultaneously exist on tiktok yeah yeah it's it's like a meme show kind of you know but um and eric andre too is like a meme show like that wasn't designed for tiktok but like that was just you know what I mean? There's so many memes based off that fucking show, too. You it's, know, but. it's crazy because I feel like the Eric Andre show, I would love to know if they intended for it to turn out the way it did, internet-wise. Because I feel like they were just, like, fucking around with the TV show talk show genre, and, like, suddenly it was, like, an internet cult phenomenon. Yeah, I mean, I do think he knew what it could be, you know? Um I mean, you know, not, yeah, I don't think he understand, like, the full reception of it. But I do think that, like, he, because I've heard him talk about it, and, I, like, he very specifically just had this goal of just, like, 
trying to trick people to come on the show and just make them feel uncomfortable. Like that's just the concept yeah. of the show, and that's all they ever do. Try to get that one moment where they just like finally lose it. Yeah. You know, and over time, I think it almost like lost its like true value of just because it's it got so big to where it's like they know what to expect. Yeah, you know, to where they start having rappers do like rapper ninja warrior, where it's like all right, like they're they're fine, they know what they're getting into, like it's not even really tricking. But then they would still get someone random, like a Jersey Shore person or like some random actress that just really thought it was just some <laughs> random talk show, you know? Yeah hadn't done their homework but the first two seasons of that are like crucial for that because it's like really is like just all people that like just know they're going on some late night show on adult swim you know and that was it that's crazy just all trying to get a reaction yeah yeah i'll be interested to see where everything heads in the next 10 years yeah no i do i do wonder what's gonna happen with late night over time and that's gonna have to somehow just like even like nightly news. That's that. I mean, that's probably gonna transfer to like a live stream. You know, that's got to right. Like cable, like that. That sort of cable has to go to a live stream, right? Like even sports at a certain point. You know, like what happens in thirty years when all the people that that did use cable are are no longer. You I know, mean, what at I mean? least really they, ESPN has a streaming app now. Yeah, and they're. I mean, like it's essentially like. Not chat or anything, but you could stream the games yeah. live. And so like, I feel like they're at least kind of, but the nightly news especially, they're always just like, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And it's like, oh, uh, like, what are you going to post on there? Like, your content's happening now. Yeah, well, I mean, they can be more real-time on social media, I guess. Yeah, but also, I don't know. The nightly news is something that messes my head a little bit. Because I don't feel like they do a very accurate job of presenting the news. They're more like presenting fear. Yeah, I mean, that's the news. <laughs> that's true. Well, I mean, you know, there are, there's relevant news. Yeah, sometimes, but... I mean, they're not going to be on there talking about the community show. That's news. Yeah. That's, the that's for us to talk about. That's true. We are the news. <laughs> yeah, we're movie news. We are movie news. Essentially, kind of. Have they gotten to the chicken finger episode yet, or is that season one? Yeah, that's season one. That's season one. Yeah, it's a great episode. Um, I'm in the middle, and I th- I think I turned it on last night and fell asleep instantly. But the bottle episode where Annie—that's a good episode. Loses her pen, and not, dude, Ovid is fucking great. Once you know more about like movie stuff and like references and terms, yeah. Ovid becomes just hilarious. Yeah. When he's just like, it's a bottle episode. <laughs> yeah. But just his consistency with it too, you know, like. It is just such a great trope of like I love it. Just the the person pretending everything's a movie or a show, you yes. know. And but then he, you know, he gets pissed off and real. Like he's like, I know life's not a TV show. You could be less of an asshole. Yeah, you know, to to fucking Joel McHale. And yeah. Joel McHale's so great. Everybody's so great on that show. Britta's fucking hilarious. Annie's hilarious. Uh, Chevy, fucking <laughs> hilarious. Like everybody, Shirley, Troy. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, he's the one that, like, of course, you know what I mean, but he's almost like, he's, I think, the the most essential in the crew for a while. Really? Troy, because he, like, balances out Abed, he makes Abed, like, less dorky. Yeah. And Abed, obviously, like, makes him, Troy, less cool, but then, like, Jeff makes Troy cool, but also makes Jeff a little more nerdy. Yeah. And, like, Troy bounces so off off Chevy, because he just, like, gives him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 
And then obviously like him and Alice. I think that was a weird pairing. Like I thought that was interesting. That's like by second season they had Troy move in with Pierre, and and then it just like stuck them together for a lot of lines and yeah. one-liners and shit. And I'm and like, he's like tweeting off like old was it racist yeah. old man says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White man says. White man says. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, wait, I'm white man says. And he's like, wait, they have six hundred seventy-five thousand followers. Like. Let's let's capitalize off this. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's great. Like, could you imagine? Like, I was just thinking about, like, Donald Glover and that show experience. Like, that's so insane. Because they also have, like, a lot of, like, you know, his him, like, doing, like, dumb raps on it and shit. Donde and, esta. And, like, I found out about Community when it was airing, right? And I remember seeing online, like, Childish Gambino, I Am Just a Rapper mixtapes. And I'm like, this is fucking Donald Glover. And, like... And they were dope. Yeah. It like, was kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, it was... So, and then, like, right at the time of, like, season one and that, like, I'm finding out about him being a rapper, and, like, it was just so interesting. But then you think about him, like, paired up with Chevy. Like, that's so interesting. You know, like, of course, like, he's, like, a notorious dickhead, but also, like, he is, like, a comedy, like, God, and it's not, like, God, but you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, a big dog in comedy, Legend. you know, and, and, yeah, and just... For a, better or worse. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, that's just... It's just so interesting everything that Donald Glover has done. Like, yeah, you know, we talk about Zach Craigers and Jordan Peele being like skit people. You know what I mean? Like, seeing seeing him go from Thirty Rock to starring in Community, probably writing for Community as like a little bit at some point. Like, I want to know about the writers of Community. I'm sure that they were involved a lot with the writing, maybe improv lines. Yeah, yeah, definitely um, that. I just but yeah, the writing is so specific in Community. Yeah, especially when they're like episodes that are based on movies is is dan Harmon doing a lot of the writing for dan Harmon wrote the script for it yeah i don't they don't know who will direct people are like fingers Wait. crossed for the russo brothers um because you know like they direct yeah, a lot no, of no, i know episodes. that i know that um i'm just i was just excited that dan Harmon did write the script for the movie yeah, it's it's already been written yeah that because that when there was a dan Harmon interview recently and he was just like maybe a month or two <coughs> ago and he's like i don't know when it'll happen but it's no longer like an if thing. He's like, it's going to happen. He's like, there's a script that's written for it. Um, so I was like really pumped up about that. It's also crazy to me if you think about Donald Glover leaving at the height of community and being like, I want to focus on music. Mm-hmm. And then seeing how that panned out. Because it panned out really well for him. Because mm-hmm. he did Because of the Internet, and that was huge. Yeah. And then Awaken My Love. And that just led to him having this huge, weird... He has such a strange career in comparison to other people. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, he's really he's really done a lot in multiple fields like very well. You know, like the yeah, the music is one thing going from going from I am just a rapper rapping over like fucking you know what I mean? Like indie, indie yeah, indie songs, you know, like and doing like fucking knockoff little Wayne metaphors, you know, like and and then into like yeah, my whole story. I remember walking into Best Buy to buy Take Care, and I saw Childish Gambino camp under it, and I said, "What? He's got an album out now? Like he was just doing mixtape shit." Like, and I bought that shit, and it was crazy. And Heartbeat was on it, and yeah, and then leading into because the internet was huge, and that was, you know, going back to the beginning. But that was part of you know Chance's era too. You know what I mean? He he brought Chance on tour, and I saw Chance on tour. Yeah, they're supposed to have an album. Yeah. I went I went and saw Gambino's camp tour and Chance opened up for him and that's fucking him performing 10 day. You know, like 
That's crazy. And then I saw Chance open up for Big Crit again, too, p- performing 10 Day. And then Acid Rap came out like six months later. And All she needed was some. Yeah. Yeah, I was just listening to that. It's crazy, too, because, you know, with Community and 30 Rock, you know, he kind of slid himself as, like, one of the TV goats in a way. Like, yeah. in terms of legacy. No, that's what I'm saying. But like, then he also went on to do Atlanta. Yeah. And that was like, oh, shit. Like, you just literally topped again what you had already been doing. Yeah. I got distracted talking about his music. But, yeah. And then, like, you know, I mean, he hasn't fully conquered movies yet. Yeah. But he's been in a few big movies. And he's got to play fucking some big parts. Yeah, he was. You know, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, not Han Solo, but Han Solo's friend. Lando? Yeah, he played Lando. Yeah, yeah, And he also was Lion King, Simba. Yeah, I forgot about that, too. Um, What else has he been in? There was, like, another, like, space movie or some shit that he was in that was kind of interesting. Like, not maybe not the biggest movie, but... Interstellar? No, no. No, I don't know. It might be Interstellar. It's something like Interstellar. It's something like it, yeah, but it's not. It's not... Because um, I would have watched... Martian? Um... Damn, you type in Donald, but Glover's not the first one that comes up. Is it Duck? Trap. Trap. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that guy. Blissfully. <coughs> the Martian. Was it The Martian? He was in The Martian with fucking Matt Damon. Yeah, he plays like a nerd. Dude, The Guava Island. Do you remember that? Yeah, I never saw it. You never saw that? I need to. That was a cool little project. We were fucking Rihanna. They were fucking? <laughs> I mean, Yeah. In the movie, he voice he did a voice in Adventure Time. That's kind of crazy. I think I knew that though. Also, he is a potential Spider-Man MCU villain still. Really? Oh, he's Prowler! Prowler! He's in. He's in fucking Homecoming. Hell Homecoming! Yeah, he's Prowler. He did have a crazy movie run. Aaron Davis. He voiced uh, Miles Morales in um, a TV series. The Lazarus Effect was the other movie I was thinking of. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, and even before anything, he did have a sketch comedy group. Um, And what was it? What was it called? Mystery Team. You ever heard of Mystery Team? I have heard of Mystery Team. That's where you got to start, right? Yeah. That's where Aubrey Plaza got her start, too, more or less, too. Like, one of her first things was in the Mystery Team movie. That's crazy. And then Gambino helped her do, Gambino was doing stand-up, um, and he let Aubrey Plaza just come up and do a fake stand-up set and film it, and she used that for her audition for Funny People. Oh, that's And that's sick. how she went out to L.A. to audition for Funny People, and then auditioned for Parks and Recs and Scott Pilgrim. Damn. And landed all three of those roles. They're all connected. Yep. That's wild. Yeah, there is a world out there where Donald Glover and Aubrey Plaza ended up together. As friends? No. Oh. They're still friends. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. But okay. ended up together, like, dated. And, That's like, uh, got married or some shit. There's a, there's a multiverse out there that, that happened. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. There's also one that he never left community. Yeah, but that's, that's I feel the like darkest that's, timeline. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. the darkest timeline, man. Community re- did really. That's funny that like he started. You know, he was he was starting his multiverse shit in with Community. He's always been obsessed with that. Yeah. 
Is that my phone? No, that's some car driving. Southside, baby. <laughs> oh shit, bro, I'm I'm nervous for this movie. I guess yeah. this is we haven't said how we're doing it differently. Yeah, we haven't. I know. I wanted to say early on, but um, but we haven't watched this movie. What we're gonna watch for today? Yeah. And we're about to. We'll eventually take a break. Or we're gonna go into separate rooms and watch it separately. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. But after watching, I watched Scream last night, and I'm just like so pumped for scary movies. Really? Yeah. When are you doing Child's Play too? I really. I, I'm. I'm gonna. Need you I'm gonna switch back to, to Child's Play this. because it's. I can't find Scream Two on streaming okay. for the second. Okay. But I think I'm gonna sandwich them, or not sandwich, but like back and forth. Back and forth. Okay. That way I don't get burnt out on either. Yeah. But I really want a movie just to scare the shit out of me. Mm. Cause I, I realize like I don't two. get I don't get scared as much. Well, Barbarian scared me, but not necessarily because of the movie. Yeah. You know, Scream Two is one of my like I was six years old. <laughs> and I put on Scream 2. <gasps> I was like alone at my dad's house or some shit. And I put on Scream 2. And I didn't last seven minutes in that movie. That's the only time I visibly like turned off a movie because really? I was so scared. And it was just one death scene. And it's not bad at all. Like yeah. I can watch it now a million times. But like I mean I ran out of the room being like Even thinking of what Scream One's opening scene was if I watched that yeah. at that age, I would have been freaked out. Yeah. Especially ever being home alone. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know if I had ever seen Scream 1 at that point. I Like, I literally think Scream 2 was the first, my first introduction to horror ever. Fair. And one of the other, like, early ones, besides Child's Play, you know, I would watch, like, Blade and stuff, too. Blade was kind of like a horror movie to me at first. But, like, um, the one other one that really fucked me up that I saw young, uh, my mom was watching it, and I just fucking started watching it along with her. Um, but The Good Son. You ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Dude, it is about um, a girl and a guy getting together, and they both have stepkids. Okay. One of them is Elijah Wood, who's fucking seven, right? And the other one is another seven-year-old named Macaulay Culkin, right? Damn. And the title is called The Good Son. They're the same age? They're pretty They. I mean, I mean, maybe not. Maybe, maybe they weren't seven, but they were young. They yeah. were like... They were like I mean, even in, this, even in the same 10-year span, that, that blows my mind. Yeah. But either way, one of them was a good son. That means naturally that another one is bad. Evil. Take your guess. Who's uh, the bad son? Macaulay Culkin. Correct. That's and that kid was sadistic, let me tell you. And there was just two brothers like kind of just moving into the same house and not really knowing each other, and they would get off shit. Anyway, Macaulay Culkin threw a fake body off a bridge into a car and made a car crash. Oh my so gosh. Shit like that. That's just early. That's just a character it Sounds setup. like a real life Chucky. Yeah. No, it's like, it, it was scary. And it ended up with like Macaulay Culkin trying to push the other kid out of a tree house and the mom like saving him. The mom not, like he just kept trying to kill the kid. You know, and, and that was fucked up. That shit was scary. Because that shit was so hyper realistic. Like, like nothing about it was like unreal. You know? But yeah, weird ass movie. It sounds like a crazy movie. There's also some other movie I saw at like a babysitter's house or some shit, and it was like, it was like one of those like you know like I, th- who who wrote like a shit ton of like, the horror novels that some like a lot have became movies. Stephen King. Stephen King. It was a Stephen King movie. Was it? it? Was like, no, but it it was like a hallmark. It was like wolf. It was like a Wolfman or some shit like that. 
it was weird. But that dude was creepy because he would wear like a flannel, you know. But he was just like a like a weird. It was terrible fucking graphic or like terrible. Sometimes like, the terrible stuff like really extra freaks you out though. Yeah, especially when you're like fucking seven or something. You and you're like, is that real? I know it's not real, but it looks real. Yeah, on a fuzzy ass TV. Yeah. Nostalgia. But yeah, um, I guess yeah we should. Watch this? Yeah, you want to watch a movie? And yeah. We'll come back and. Should we say what movie we're watching? Um, sure. Or should we yeah. keep the suspense until after? Yeah. So if it, we'll say it. We'll say it just in case anyone wants to stop this pod and go see the movie as well. We are about to watch Lion King two. <laughs> There's a Lion King two. Yeah. Um. Uh, what are we watching? Black. Black phone. Black phone. Okay. Yeah. The Ethan Hawke movie. Yep. The sequel to Sinister. This is almost similar to Barbarian because there's like some basement shit. Yeah. And it's also similar to the movie Room. Okay. Damn. All right. But well, dark and scary instead of sad and depressing. No. Although I don't know. Maybe this is going to be a comedy. I better laugh at least once. If I don't this laugh. This is dark as fuck <laughs> the whole time. I'll be, I'll be upset. But. All right. Let's but go watch it. Either. Oh shit! Here we go again. So we're back. 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 But back. 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 We survived. We did. It was a spooky movie. It was. Were you expecting it to be more or less spooky, or just about the right amount? You know, it was. I was creeped out enough in yeah. this movie. I yeah. was. I was creeped out enough. Yeah. It. it it hit my limit. I didn't know how far it was gonna go, <laughs> which is the, I think the creepy. part. It could have been creepier. I'll say that. Like yeah. I'm not, you know, like but this, this could have been. That tension it, of it can be creepier. Was yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, we already said we watched Black Phone. Yep. Right. Maybe streaming on Peacock. Streaming on pe- exclusively. Um, yeah, exclu- Yeah, exclusively. Um, I'm gonna give fake synopsis. Sure. Basically, it's about a black phone that's in a basement, and a boy is stuck in that basement with that black phone and would like to find a way out of the basement. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's the quick plot. Let's see what IMDB has to say. Because we've given up Google. Mm-hmm. Um, after being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. Dang, nice. Yeah, that's ex- yeah. Exactly your description. That I feel like I <laughs> was ready for those the, the phone calls because I knew the description. I remember seeing that in the trailer, kind of, um, but I forgot. But that intro was kind of crazy. That it was well done, like yeah. setting up the era and the vibe. Yeah, and then it does have like a you know ironically at the time that the Postmates came, and I went to go order food. <laughs> the movie has a very quick change. Quick change from '80s Stranger Things vibe to. Um, just abducted vibes. Yeah, serial killer <laughs> TV show vibes. Yeah, really creepy. And then Ethan Hawke, fucking man, he because he was pretty creepy in Moon Knight already, and that's like a yeah. Disney villain. You know what I mean? Like, but the way he like uses voice to yeah. be like, I couldn't get a vibe on him. Yeah, fully. and the way he was trying to be nice, like after like abducting the kid, like you know, you see the gruesome, like the bl- the black balloons were so crazy because it is just like a big distraction. <laughs> You know, and then, you know, he abducts the kid. The kid gets the fucking stab on him a little bit, cuts up his arm. And then, you know, and then he's like, 
basically, I don't know, I forget what he says, but he's like, I'll forgive you. I'll bring you, you a soda. Yeah, you know, he was like super nice. He was like, he's like, I'm not going to hurt you anymore. You know, yeah. like that, that was, that wasn't me back there. You know, it's like, that's the fucking creepiest part. And then, yeah, and then if he has to say something, like, it's just like, no. You know, yeah. he's like fucking half evil sounding every once in a while for like one word. Dude, and just how quick that the kidnapping happens and like how unexpected, even though the boy is like looking out for the black loons and even we're looking out for the black van, all of a sudden in my mind, I'm like, oh, this dude must be like the outside of his house having like a bad moment and he's accidentally running into him for the first time. Like he's meeting his captor. Is that too early to be like the first act? You think? I feel like that's the end of the first act right there. Right when he gets kidnapped? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it was like... It was a long way into that. Right. And it was a crazy setup with the abusive dad. Yeah. Which was pretty violent. Yeah. Um, And then like the very violent bullying. Yeah. The introducing of the sister and the dreams. You know, yeah. and that was through the fucking dad being so abusive. And just giving like a vibe of the town and how close the kids are. Yeah. Just from like the baseball scene. Um, the yeah, karate. and just the vibe that, yeah, like, this is a thing that's been happening. Like, that's the weirdest part. Like, could you imagine, like, I mean, you know the small town vibe, right? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, were you around in St. Louis for Sean Hornbeck? Yeah, I was. That's right when I moved here. Yeah. I mean, so, like, I, I feel like we, I can't determine, because I'm not, I don't have any kids, and I'm not a parent, if, like, ben, their, ben. if that vibe is still around. But I remember when that Sean Hornbeck stuff was happening. Yeah. Like, I was nervous to be alone in a neighborhood a little bit. Yeah. Or just, like, it yeah, was I mean, something that, that was, I was, like, that, that could happen to me. Kirkwood. You know, there was Kirkwood emos. And the dude, yeah, like, that was insane. It, like, what was the Ben's kid name? What was uh, his last name? Ben Hornbeck? No, that was Sean Hornbeck. Ben. Ben Ramsey? No. Something like that. That, no, that was very insane, To, uh, I wonder, like, how many people remember that. Probably a lot. I just remember it definitely affecting me, like, outside of... Ben Ownby. Ben Ownby. There You're is close, like a, Ramsey. You said Ramsey? You were close. There is, like, a documentary. That's wild. Michael Devlin. Oh, my God. I remember that name. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was so creepy, and it was like, I don't know, it was just so... Showing from, in this movie, I guess I can finally understand how easy it would be to fall for something like that. Yeah. Just like, oh shit, this dude, like, just lost his groceries. And then, of course, he's like, he knows when he sees the black balloons, but he, like, knows too late. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's sucks. <laughs> yeah. And I loved these characters... Like you fall for like the brother and the sister. Like yeah, you, you, you yeah. The sister really kills it. Like she's got so much personality and is like yeah, funny. She sticks up for him. She beats that one dude's ass. Bro, I thought <laughs> I thought he was dead. <laughs> she, I was she's squirming. like eight and she bashing dude with the face with a rock and he started dripping blood. Like oh my gosh, that was brutal. I mean, like the one thing that I was like, damn, these kids in this town know how to fight. Yeah, like everyone's <laughs> fighting. <laughs> the dude with the pinball machine. Yeah. The Karate Kid, man. We we said before this, like, if we we didn't know if we were gonna laugh, and I was like, I hope so. I hope we laugh a little bit. Yeah. There was just a couple funny. Yeah, it was like he just fucking beats the dude's ass, carves the number in his arm. Yeah. Well, I guess that might have been part of the dream. Yeah. But then he goes back to playing pinball. Yeah. And then the fucking cokehead brother. Yeah, that was hilarious. I'm able to clean up in here, son. 
he's like, he's so close to figuring it out. It's crazy that the dude chose to keep the kid in the basement at the house that he had the brother at and not at the one where he just buried kids at. That is true, too. You'd think that the kid would be across the street. I think one good argument for it maybe is that the brother was like uh that could have been like a protector without knowing it. So like when the cops show up, he's like kinda, yeah, to talk to them instead yeah. of That's what I was thinking with the distraction, but it could have been like it could have been some crazy <laughs> twist of like somehow like leading them to that other house with the bodies at the end that kind of like I don't know, really seals the deal, you know, yeah. cuz that is like a big thing, you I, know. I was wondering if they were just going to give up at that point. Like, if you find all the bodies, you're like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. And then he's just stuck Yeah, I mean, there. if it wouldn't have been across the street, yeah, who knows what would have happened. Like, I was also wondering if the brother was going to end up being Ethan Hawke, too. And, like, he just had, like, a lot of personalities. That's what I kind of thought at first. Or the brother was going to be messed up, too, and in on it. Yeah. I, I didn't think that, but it, I was a little weirded out for a moment when he was just, like, he was just pausing for too long when that kid, and he, like... You know, you should have fucking been like, oh, fucking come on, like, get out, get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. But he's like, also coked up, you know? Yeah, I know he was. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a crazy moment, too, because right after that, it's just like, you're like. Axe to the. Yeah. Axe to the school. That's a great walk-in for him, because he hadn't been that violent for a little while. Like, you knew that. Yeah, I mean, he had just been sadistic and kidnapping kids, but. I felt like this movie had a, what year was this set in? It's like the 80s, for sure, I think. It was like either 70s or 80s. I couldn't tell. Because the pinball machine looked pretty old. Yeah. It had some like definite like Stranger Things but grungier vibes. Yeah, I think it... I don't know. What year is Black Phone set in? 1978. Nice. Pretty much the 80s. Yeah. But not. But close. But not. But not. But not. But yeah. Dude, the mask, just like his... The mask was the, funny. The like, design Not was funny, but like interesting. Yeah. It was kind of creepy, too. Very and The creepy. way it would like switch <laughs> yeah, emotions. I mean, yeah. he ha- And then it, then it was revealed later that it was like two pieces, because he took the top half on and the bottom stayed. Yeah. There's also something interesting about like ghosts helping you get out that doesn't seem like yeah. it's been explored before. Yeah. And yeah, and it seems like something that could be done very badly, but this was done super well, and this was super, like, exciting. Like, it really gets you going. Like, the beginning is dope, and then once it goes, it gets fucking creepy where you're, like, into it, but it's like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't even almost want to know what happened. Yeah. You know, like, and then once the phone calls really start making sense, yep. you know, it's like, okay, like, this is this is exciting, like, but then it's also like still like how the fuck is this kid gonna get out? And yeah, because each piece of advice ends up not really yeah working. But and but no, but he's right. It all it all worked out at the end. In my mind, I was like, what he should do, and I'm glad I didn't say it out loud. But I was thinking, I was like, what this dude should do is hide in the on the toilet, and the guy would come in and fall in the hole and break his ankle. And then like that happened, I was like, oh okay, 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 yeah. good, good. But no, think about it. Like, and and you probably you may have already thought about it, but everything he did was in that last sequence. Yep. You know, and yeah. and that meat especially, like he wouldn't have been able to get past the dog without that fucking meat. And he fucking dug through concrete to get to that that fridge. You know? And what's interesting is like maybe the kids knew that each of their step wouldn't work fully. 
That's but, so cool. But they kept giving him the hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that's what oh. honestly pushed him. Yeah. Being like, oh, a new thing that I can try. Let's try this. Yeah. Like that's gonna give me energy to not. And just... And without all, yeah, without all the kids finding out each step, you know, he he wouldn't have been able to put all the steps together. Yeah. I honestly feel like it could make for an interesting video game, like a plotline. Like no, this. there is something there. That'd be so creepy. Like you're stuck in a room. That'd be so fucking creepy. Like every like 20 minutes, someone comes down and like is like, what yeah. Are you doing? But if there's like an actual abduction scene where you're like just like running around a neighborhood like with some friends and it's just like fun for a second, you know, you get to throw like the ball back and forth. And a little like, open world kind of. Yeah, and then you just get fucking. You abducted. just walk a little too far and then boom. Oh my god. <laughs> That'd be a crazy game. That would be. Yeah. Yeah, someone needs to do the black phone game now. Dude. And, like, again, Ethan Hawke's performance was great. Like, yeah, but. He was so creepy. Exactly. How great is that? I mean. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He it, killed it, but. Especially just knowing how he also killed creepy children. He could be. That's true, too. I mean, not him, but the character. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think about being an actor for real. Like you got to deal with that. You got to deal with being associated with your characters. Yeah. Like I don't think that's something that's really talked about. Like I mean, it shouldn't be, but it's something that you have to deal with. Like, yeah. I mean, I think Daniel Radcliffe still struggles with it a little bit. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, and honestly, that's why certain part, like, what we just barbarian. Yeah. Like that's why that scene works so well. It's because you associate him with creepy characters. Yeah. I mean, he's even about to play, like, whatever. Uh, uh, Nos- Nosferatu. Yeah. You see Harry, he took Harry's role. Yeah, and, and what's her name? <laughs> Lily Lily took... Uh, I don't know why that happened. I think Anya's just too busy. She's just she's, too busy. She's yeah, too she's busy. literally, like, sh- her and Margot Robbie are taking over the industry. Yeah. Florence Pugh, hopefully, is, like, the, th- the next one there, too. Like, I hope she, you know, but I don't want Florence doing, like, all the mainstream shit necessarily but yeah but she's busy as fuck yeah it's unsurprising but like even if you think about like knives out and like certain characters who you like want to believe are nice because you've seen them be nice in superhero movies yeah and <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah. there's just like i love when movies play on the fact that like yeah that that's great because they also make him a dickhead in that movie mm-hmm. at least chris evans yeah you know and then so they it's kind of like a Oh, he's a dick, but he's not, you know, but, but I have, you know, but you have that association. Yeah, but he's that. trying to help her. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, well, he's also such a dick that they're probably not going to just make him the one. Right. Yeah. It's too obvious. Yeah. And then we, yeah, in the heat of the moment, he is trying to help. And and you're just like, you're, you're willing and to. You're like, oh yeah. He, let by, by, bygones yeah. be bygones. Yeah. I also just love that. The, like the little girl solves it all, and not the police. Like that shot where like she's running to see her brother, and I like know. they're like, <laughs> "That's the real comedy of the movie is the fact that uh. the police are all running into the house across the street while the, <laughs> the yeah. kid is just out there." It was like a kind of an interesting metaphor. I feel like for trying to escape the like the hardships of childhood, especially like a traumatic childhood. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. Him breaking out of the basement was almost like him breaking out of all the stuff that's been was weighing him down before. Yeah, dude kind of had a crazy life before it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the dad is very interesting to where it's like, I can't just like 
I can't like believe that he's you know he was like apologizing to them at the end. It's like I can't believe like I can't just believe that he's gonna be good after this. No, like, and then that's fucked up to think about. It's like, you know, I even said it. It's like fuck, like now he's just gonna abuse the kid that just fucking you know what I mean suffered the most traumatic shit. Yeah, well maybe around doodle. Stick up for himself, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, not true. But, I mean, that also but that, doesn't yeah, usually help. Yourself, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to get beat. You know? Yeah, or kicked out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a complicated situation. It was weird, because, like, the dad tries to be nice at times, too, but, like, you still have this, like, such heavy distaste for him. No, there was there was that interesting moment halfway through, like, whenever the kid was gone, I believe. Like, like what what was that moment again? Like... Oh, when the when the dad finally was talking, like the the daughter wanted to talk about the dreams. Yeah, and and he kind you know he kind of came out and talked about how the mom killed herself. You know what I mean? Like because of those dreams, and he just didn't want that future for her. And it's like, all right, yeah. it makes sense why he's this crazy about that. You know, and that doesn't make sense, but it uh, it kind of makes sense why he's like a little bit fucked up though. Yeah, and, like yeah. he's drinking heavy. It's yeah. like I don't know anybody that has to deal with. Yeah, their partner killing himself after, yeah, probably a whole lot of time of hearing her talk about dreams and like, yeah, that whole process. Yeah, and then the daughter is doing the same thing, you know, and and so it gave some backstory to why that was happening, why the abuse was happening, and and, uh, and then he he you know listened to her about it, and then he he even went out looking for the house with her because of her dream, and that was kind of a cool moment, you know, as far as like. He put his shit to the side, uh, you know. And, like, actually listen to her. Yeah. And that's dope, man. People just need to listen to kids. That's, like, it's like one of my big things on life, man. It's like, listen to the kids, bro. Yeah, just, like, you know, at least talk to them. Don't, like, or at least, like, listen and talk, you know. Yeah, like, or, like, if you're going to talk to them, like, you should actually pay like attention to what they say. Yeah, you got to communicate back with the things they say and not just try to teach them. Yeah, because they, they understand and process a lot more than, I think, the general adult gives them credit for yeah yeah and it's always funny seeing like you know like an actor like like that girl you know like she was so good that i'm like like just her being able to act this way makes her seem like she's like you know what i mean at least like four years older than she probably actually is you know what i mean it's like she just seems like you know what i mean like not like a fucking eight-year-old you know what i mean she just yeah. seems, i don't know like she just seems very smart and stuff and very like you know, I know that's the script and stuff too, but even being able to act that is like that, and and like the, she had a wide range of acting. Like there was moments where she was cocky and confident, yeah, and like uncertain and sad. And then like you know, even like the scene where her and her brother just sitting in front of the TV, not saying anything, yeah, like that was heavy. And they, they they performed that well, yeah. And same with the same with the main kid too. I think he just like had like I think his role was like just one that was like more meant to shine in the second half you know like yeah. the first half he was just kind of awkward quiet kid you it know? gives it payoff in the second half yeah for sure. exactly because he does a really good awkward like yeah. bullied but i've been thinking about that too even with like adult actors and stuff you know not to like you know it's like that's what i'm saying i'm not just like critiquing a kid actor right now but i wonder like how hard like the awkward shit is i was thinking about that with bill Skil- skarsgård character where it's like you can damn near like stutter a line because you're nervous about being on set and it goes with character you know what i mean like how i wonder how many of those lines are people like shaking you know what i mean but like it it adds to it like being nervous like letting that energy feed into your performance yeah you know what i mean like to where i feel like it might be easier to encapsulate nervous 
ca- a nervous character rather than like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Probably depends on the actor though too. True. Yeah. Because I mean, like, imagine like Chris Pratt trying to be nervous and awkward. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a bad example. Yeah. George Clooney. True. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure he could do it too. <coughs> but I guess that's also why they throw him in. Harry was able to pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> no, he did. That's the one thing he did pull off. Yeah, he did. He did. Especially in those other scenes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His true character. His true character. Bro, what was I going to say? I love the Coke brother. He was silly. Yeah. I mean, that was great. That was hilarious. And it was a great come together on all of the plot lines. Yeah, it really did get anxious at the end where you're like, all right, are they, is he about to find them? Is he about to save it? And it's like, yeah, in the back of your head, you could be like, is he even going to save it? Like, yeah. even if he finds it? like I thought the one dude was going to just smoke the brother in the head with the... Yeah, then there's that happening. Yeah. yeah. And then it's a good red herring, though, because you're like, oh, he's not going to punch him in the head with the phone. Like, there's hope here. Like, if something's good's going to happen. And then... He was so far away, and I was wondering, I'm like, I didn't even understand his full plan anyway. Like, I saw him kind of tie the phone cord on the ground. So I figured, okay, he might have a way to, like, trip yeah. or something. Just you know, throwing but... that other thing in the bottom of it, too, is smart. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was such a good move. That was such a satisfying ending of a horror movie. Like, I agree. Or, like, whatever you want to call this, like, thriller, like... um. Part of me was thinking that we were going to get some explanation for, like, why he was doing mysticism behind the whole thing. Yeah. Because it seemed like the brother and the sister had these powers, or at least observe it, like, could observe things, and so could the main villain guy. But I also. What did he observe? He, remember at one point they were like, he can hear the phone too, but he pretends that he can't. Mm. See, I thought this was going to turn into, like, some, like, demon shit well no similar to barbarian but just like cycle of abuse thing you know like i you know because he talked about he's like oh i've been down here before it's real creepy i almost thought one of the characters remember they're going back to the pinball guy i thought that was going to be him when he was a teen mm. they're going to go inside and it was going to be his dad there or something mm. like that i almost part of me i think enjoyed that we get no explanation not enjoyed but i think it's yeah, it doesn't bother me because it's like uh it feels more real and honest, where it's sometimes like darkness is just darkness. Yeah. And like, it doesn't need to be explained. It just exists. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. That's why I was thinking like, oh, I'm like, oh, if this does go into the cycle of abuse, where it's like, oh, he was just locked in here as a kid too, yeah. so now he has to do it. I would be a little bit disappointed. Same. You know, I do think that they should make evil just evil. You know, more often and and. Bro, the most evil thing that's ma- not the most evil. This is a joke, obviously. One of the evil things the main evil guy did was making his brother stay in the same house as him when he had a second house all to himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, they each could have had a house. Yeah, but one had fucking dead bodies in it. True. One had an extra living he body. He put his brother though. over there. Let his brother go down for that. It's true. Or just put his brother in that other basement and just lock it. Yeah. I mean, that's where his brother is now, I guess. Yeah. Dude, one of the other creepy things that the movie did is it would show you, when he was talking on the phone, like, how the people died. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was the scare. You know, those were the... Boom. The jump Those scares. were... Yeah, those were... Yeah, I thought of a cool... Um, I thought of a cool video game name. What is it? Jump scare. 
That's not bad. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. In the game, there's no jump scares. Or in the game, you have to jump scare to win. Well, yeah, but just most of the jumps are scary to make. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. That reminds me of your game. Yeah. That's a, I like that. Actually, that's not a bad name for that jump scare. Yeah. Because that one jump is scary. Yeah. Right, and the building it from going from the ground up. Yeah. Trying to get all the way up. It's yeah. like my new idea of just like making it one big world. That's You tight. can't die in it. And you you fall, go all the way down to the bottom, and then you just work your way up. That's tight. I would get I, that, but it induce some controller throwing frustration. In a jump good way. scare. Jump scare. That's tight. You have to go back and bleep this out. No, jump scare coming soon. Coming Before soon. The end of the month. He already copyrighted it. Don't take it the name. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Now the real question is: Does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Probably not. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Was there another woman character besides the daughter? Um, the the little science partner, but she only talked about the main character, probably. Yep. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. a mom or something like that. I don't know. Nope. There was no mom. Interesting. No mom anywhere. They couldn't make one of the cops a lady. I'm just kidding. I think that was. Probably Might have had a teacher or something. Teacher? Yeah, there was a teacher. Was teacher, teacher. There class. was a teacher. Yeah, there was a teacher. Teacher woke up the old girl from sleeping. Mm-hmm. I'll give it. I'll count it. Those are two women speaking about. Yeah. About the one woman, or the one <laughs> young girl who, right after she lost her brother, was sleeping in class. So yeah. She said, "Go to the nurse." How could she be sleeping in class? That know? was one line though. That Does was it one really line. pass? Huh? I said that was one line though. Does it really pass? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. There was only men back in the 70s. Yeah, clearly. I liked when that... I still like the the one kid kicking ass and just be like... Wiping <laughs> Dude, his knuckles off, the bloody knuckles off, being so like, get funny. the fuck out of here. Right at the beginning, fucking karate kid. It was nice because, you know, like, usually these movies, they have that kid be, like, super ripped or, like, tall. You know what I mean? But this kid was just, like, mostly normal. He just had yeah. cut off sleeves and some a little bit of muscle on him. But he knew the moves, baby. But it almost was like there was like a sense of like, you know, like a cheesy 80 movie vibe to that, you know. Like Karate like Kid kind of. how you doing? Yeah, hey, Finny. And then he's like, and the way he talked to the, the kids, he was like, he was like, they were about to leave. And he's like, don't leave. And then he's like, you're done messing with Finny. You never mess with Finny again. Go now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> while he's wiping off the blood. Yeah, all, yeah, he's washing blood off his hands. His teeth were A sharp. A fucking, like, 10-year-old, too. Yeah. I feel like I would love to know, to talk to people that were in grade school at that time and know if that's how bullying really was. I get a feeling that bullying was a lot more rough than when we were it in probably school. had to have been i mean like in the 80s and shit people just smoke cigarettes in the bathrooms and never get caught you know what i mean or like yeah. teachers would just come in and be like put that out yeah and there was like <laughs> no evidence nowadays it's like world star yeah we're recording it yeah video camera in every hallway yeah i had a friend that works at a high school or maybe it's like a middle school and essentially, they have to like make sure they confiscate cell phones because they'll try to sneak in cell phones so they can have fight rings and put them on TikTok. Really? That's like the main reason they went there to sneak the cell phones around. 
crazy. And I was like, damn. That's wild. I was <laughs> like, they're, <laughs> they're trying to get that clout. That's fucked up. Yeah. I know people at my school used to know, like, the spots that the cameras weren't hidden. Really? Like, yeah, we knew all the spots that were, like, safe. Hidden. Yeah. That's crazy. That's where fighting would go down or, like, drug deals or... Do you think, like, people... I would love to also talk to parents and, like... I guess, obviously, if you're a parent, you're always going to be worried about it. But, like, in the age of, like, cell phones and rings, have, like, kidnappings gone down? I mean, I believe so. It sounds like... I mean, like, you get those Amber Alerts every once in a while. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... I don't know. That's just one of the things I'm curious about. Or is it, like, we just don't hear about it? Yeah, I mean, I think it doesn't happen as much. I don't know. Yeah. It feels like there was, like, a weird spike of crime. I think, like, it unfortunately happens in weirder ways. You know what I mean? I feel like people, unfortunately, probably, you know, go after, like, you know, people that it may not be a big deal if they go missing. Yeah, seriously. Or, like, they don't have a lot of family. Or, like, their family's so fucked up that, like, they can't even do anything. Like Yeah, I was also going to say that I think the more fucked up part is that fucked up things often happen between people that already know each other. Yeah, exactly. And like, so, like, it it isn't something that gets news coverage because yeah, it's, like... not like a random... Right. ...thing, you know? Yeah. I think people take advantage mainly when they know they have an opportunity type shit and... If you got a parent, you know, mom or dad that's, like, heavily addicted to drugs, you know, or some shit, you know, they, you know, I don't know, you know, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's in movies and shit, but cops don't take fucking people seriously to where it's like, you know, even if a kid goes missing, you know, I don't know, they, it's just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to... Or if you're so addicted to drugs, you're not, I mean, not necessarily go to a cop or some shit, you know, like... yeah. Because that involves you turning yourself in in a way. Yeah. And there are a lot of... There are, there are like, believe it or not, there's plenty of people that, like, have kids that, like, necessarily don't go to school and shit like that. Don't get to live a normal life like that, you know? Like, it sounds yeah. crazy, but it, it happens. And No, I mean, there are, like, parents that are rich enough that they don't even know what's going on in their kids' lives, too. Yeah. I feel like it's both ends of the spectrum. For sure. And then they don't know, like, the nanny's fucked up or something like that. Yeah. It's tough being a kid. <laughs> I feel like the world's out to get you. Yeah. Mostly be... I get how stressful being a parent would be, man. That'd be crazy stressful. Although, fuck that dad. I don't know. Yeah, and he just was, like, had the weirdest voice. Yeah, like, hey, hey. like he just and like, like his beard was covering his mouth, <laughs> so you like couldn't lip read him either. Yeah, and then Peacock had no subtitles, none whatsoever. Um, not to get too off topic again, but um, have you seen a lip reader break down the second Deadpool promo video? No, lip readers are breaking it down though. Do they actually say things or do they say random shit? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. But I'd be interested because my first thought was that they're probably just saying random shit. They probably are, but who knows? They do have like a moment where he like makes the symbol and gesture for like an iconic Deadpool Wolverine shot. 
Mm. So it's like, ah, maybe there are people. But also, none of it's shot yet. Yeah. Because Hugh Jackman's getting jacked again. Mm. He's been posting on the IG. That man looks so happy. You you have to either believe that, A, he loves playing Wolverine, which is probably true, or, B, he just got paid a fuck ton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what he's got, like, as far as, like, residuals for Wolverine, like, and shit like that. Like, probably a good amount. He's the he's the number one of the X-Men franchise. Yeah, right? he's been in all of the X-Men movies. Yeah, he's the top dog. Even the one, like, X-Men First Class, he's only in it for, like, a shot, but he's in it. They, like, walk in the bar, and they're like, do you want to join our thing? And he's like, fuck off. Yeah, he was the first one. I mean, he had like he was the first one to get like the X Men origin story too, right? Yep, and that's where Deadpool was in. Yeah, the first appearance, even with his mouth sewn shut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, yeah, yeah. Did it partly through? No, no, no. I mean, like that's that's the Deadpool. They everyone just ignores that that was Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. But I kind of hope in this movie the plot is that him and Wolverine have to go around and kill all the X-Men from their universe so that they can join the MCU. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, something like that. That'd be weird, but why would they have to kill him to join the MCU? Why would the MCU let them in for killing him? Oh, so that the MCU can have their own versions of different characters. Oh. Like like going around and like... Yeah, like going around like getting Storm and like Cyclops. Yeah. I don't know. There is a plot line where Deadpool has to go around and kill all of the Marvel superheroes. Really? In a timeline. Either has to or is. There might be like an evil Deadpool doing it. That's funny. Yeah. And maybe Wolverine's trying to stop him? Yeah, or maybe Wolverine's like helping the good Deadpool try to stop the bad Deadpool. It could be a fun multiverse movie if it's done right. Yeah, that could be interesting. But it could be so meta as far as, like, you know, they're literally, <laughs> like literally. talking about Fox and shit. Yeah. And like, Which he does do in, like, 1 and 2, I think. Yeah. Like, remember, th- I think in the, like, first one, they're, like, towards the end, they're, like, we ran out of budget, so there's not a lot of guns in this scene. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I need to rewatch those. I didn't like the second one. Really? Yeah. I liked it. I haven't seen it since I saw it, though, so maybe I wouldn't like it as much. Neither have I, because I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> fair. <laughs> Very fair. Bro, uh, he, he just rolled up into class at the end of that movie, and he said, you can call me Finn now, baby. Yeah. I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I honestly don't get why that was the last scene. I don't know either. Maybe he just was wanted to be called Finn for a long time. I would feel like he would be traumatized for a bit, not just so fucking... He was in the early stages where the trauma hadn't set in yet. Give it like four years and that'll come out in weird ways. Yeah. No, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) That was crazy that the dude was just like... He didn't ask the boys for their information. He just knew he'd get it later on. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy that he was, like, trying to get them to, like, fuck up. Like, he had to, like, he had to, like, give himself a reason to, like, hurt them or some shit. Yeah. And, like, that is so weird about, like, that was the first time it did have the frowny face mask. 
whenever he like left the door open and was just waiting up there. It did seem like there was like a little theme of like cycles of abuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where he was trying to like get them to misbehave so he could punish them. Yeah. No, definitely. And then he just punished Cause them. Because that too face hard. was not even like a frowny face. It was like a disappointed face. Almost like on some like Yeah. Almost on like some weird parent shit. Yeah. Bro, imagine how pissed off you'd be if <laughs> the first phone call the guy's like, Yeah, go up there. Uh the door's unlocked. Uh, you should be good. And then he like walks up there and he just gets attacked by the dude. That's fucked up, CV. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking about how each kid had a had to figure out like Yeah. I imagine they're all communicating to each other at one point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it pretty much probably was the first one just went upstairs and fucked up and then called the other one and was like, Yo, don't go upstairs. I mean, like, if you're someone that's trapped down there and the door's open and you've been down there long enough, that's your first reaction for sure. Oh, yeah. Unless you have Stockholm Syndrome. Whenever he almost got out that one time, or whenever he did get out that one time, I'm like, man, I just, I probably would have had to try to kill him right there. Like, I don't know. I would have just ran up to the neighbors and knocked, like, took a left and just started ding-dong ditching people. Yeah, I mean, he should have, yeah, he should have went in the but backyard or somewhere, you know, he should have. I feel like he didn't even expect to get out. So I would I would have broken, I would have just bu- ran through somebody's window, you know, like, run in their backyard and run through their fucking sliding glass window, like. Yeah. Bro, it would have been crazy if he ran across the street and just, like, knocked on the door a ton. Because it would have been an empty house. Yeah, that would have been fucked up. That would have been crazy if they just showed that. Like, him just run there, knock on it for a while, no answer, and be like, what the fuck? And then just keep running, and then, like, that, it just very subtly like that. Yeah. Just, like, a small hint. Yeah. Either that or, like, the door opens, and it's just another Ethan Hawke, and he has a twin. And that's who the smiling face one is. It was an interesting mask. Yeah, fuck that mask. Fuck that mask. Fuck that dude. That movie felt like the real life version of It. Yeah. Kinda. Like It without the yeah. weird clown alien transforming thing. Yeah, just a... Straight up. Just a normal clown. Just a normal kidnapper. <laughs> <laughs> just a real clown, not an alien clown. Oh, Wait, man. It is an alien? I don't know what it is. It's I've never not, seen Chapter 2. It's not like a... It's not a clown. That's not its like main thing. It's just what it presents itself as. A lot of the times. Fuck that. First time I saw like the original It, uh, it was like a two VHS or two DVD thing, and I put in the second half first. And I was like, who are all these old people afraid of this fucking clown? <laughs> I was like, why are they so scared? <laughs> and then you saw the first part, and you're like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, they were children first. That makes more sense. I was like, am I supposed to... It's like, they're really trusting the audience to understand some shit here. You thought you were putting in the Blu-ray edition? I thought... Oh, the second disc is better, right? I just didn't even pay attention that there was... It's the widescreen? Yeah, I thought it was the widescreen <laughs> versus the full screen. Man. Kids Back these, when... Kids these days don't even know. Yeah. Did you like to get the full screen or the widescreen version? Uh, I was always a full screen. Me too. Probably also because I had a full screen TV. I didn't have one of like, the widescreen ones. Yeah. Yeah, until you have like a real widescreen, it's like... Why would I fucking make it that much smaller just to get like a little bit of extra on the yeah. side? 
it's funny now because there's a few DVDs that I still have that are full screen, and if you put them in, it's like small. <laughs> yeah, well, it has the sides chopped off. Um, which is fire. I'm like, yeah, it is kind of yeah, fire. Especially on yeah, on just any average TV now. But I'm like, damn, it's not even full screen no more. Yeah, because it's weird to think that TVs used to be square. Yeah. It's crazy watching them watch TV. Yeah. There. I was just like, man, their childhood sounds a little bit more boring than I had. Not because of their state or anything, just from like what was available to them. No, nah, they was outside. I guess that actually does sound kind of nice. They was outside getting to it. I played outside a bunch as a kid. Yeah, I was outside. Playing hoops. Riding bikes, scooters. At one point, we had, like, we literally had, like, this, like, huge ditch next to, like, my house that I grew up. And then it, like, went up into a big hill. And then there was just, like, a forest over there. At one point, they dumped a bunch of dirt into that ditch. And we made, like, a literal racetrack with, like, little ramps and shit. And would, like, fucking just ride circles around that on our bikes and shit. And it was, like, we just, yeah, we just literally had our own homemade, like, that's sick. Dirt bike track. Dude, we, when the scooters first came out, remember like when Razor Scooter became big? Oh, yeah. There was like, my neighborhood had like a perfect like loop. So like, we'd have each person go like the other way and do like a race and see who got back first. There was also a time when we set up, we printed out signups for our own backyard baseball league and had like room for people to sign up on and put our both of our, me and my neighbor's phone numbers on it. <laughs> and like put it around the neighborhood <laughs> and like we were so confused on why our parents were like that's a terrible idea like why did you do that <laughs> but like looking back so I you guys like, just went ahead and did it on your own we had done it and then we told them that we had done it and they were like wait what they were like this form with our numbers on it <laughs> we're like what's the big deal we want the people to call us and they want to be a part of it uh not thinking he did something like weird hey hey uh how did you start your baseball league Damn. Damn. <laughs> I wonder if the mic picked that up. <laughs> oh, that was... L- Picks that one up. <laughs> That's what we just heard out, outside the window, but all right. Southside. Yeah. Good old St. Louis. Good old St. Louis. At least this time we knew it was something scary instead of when we were recording Barbarian and, mm-hmm. like, Elton moving scared yeah. us. <laughs> I don't know. I heard some other noise that night, but... Yeah, I did too. Coming from the basement. Have you explored your basement a bunch? Yeah, I know what's going on. Okay. Okay. I feel like I have this, like, permanent fear now of basements. You don't think so? Well, I don't. Well, I mean, I need to check the basement out to make sure there's no extra rooms. I mean, yeah, make yourself feel safe. Yeah, yeah. But you gotta you gotta realize that you know, once you can eliminate that, you just it's over. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Of course. Not an irrational fear of basements. No, no, no. Just an appropriate fear. Okay. Like I I wonder if like people think about that before they go into a basement. I used to be kinda scared of basements when I was a kid. They're kinda spooky places. <laughs> depending on how It's funny to think that there are, like, large sections of this country that just don't have basements. My aunt and uncle have, like, just, like, a super furnished, redone basement. Really? Like, just... I mean, a lot of people do, but this one's, like, crazy. 
Like, this one's, like, it's, like, their house is, like, you know, like, built in, you know, part of their house is the basement, basically, you know. They have, like, a whole game room and workout room and, like, extra bathroom down there and extra living room down there. And that's where, like, the living room with, like, video games are. Like, all the Nintendo consoles they've had over the years. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. And their real living rooms upstairs. Just a big, nice house. And they it's like the least the basement. scariest basement ever. And then you, you pull that bookshelf and it opens up the secret room. And that secret room goes to an even cooler basement. And that's where they're planning to stay for the apocalypse. Maybe. If I had a ton of money, I think I would build a little bunker like that. Yeah, you know that's like a real thing that people are doing like a lot of now? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what are they called? Uh, Survivalists? Yeah. Something else. Yeah, I don't know. I forget. But yeah, just underground shelters. There's there's companies that will build it and or that will build them and they literally like give them enough money and they'll put anything underground. Like they'll make you a pool underground, you know, like a wor- you know, fucking whole gymnasiums. Like they've made some crazy big shit for some rich people, like that's wild. Like there are a lot of like isn't that crazy thinking about like that's yeah. like a video game shit where it's like now people are like Hey, if you have enough money, life is a video game, you know? Yeah, but could you just imagine being like, all right, like, let's build a house under the house, just in case. Just in case the nuclear bombs hit her. Just yeah. in case, yeah. you know. Let's build a pool under the pool. Yeah. Yeah, that would be wild. You ever seen Cloverfield 18? No. Or yeah, Cloverfield Lane. Cloverfield Lane. No. That's pretty good. Is it shot it's off a, handheld cameras? No, it's shot well. Okay. Like real cameras, it takes place in a bunker though. Okay. Um, John Goodman's the lead. Why? Why is he the lead? No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> he does good as the lead. John Goodman. Yeah, they're That's in. Funny. They're in the bunker for reasons, but you figure that out in the movie. Okay, I might check it out. I think it's the best of any of the Cloverfield movies. I've only seen the one where they were shot on handheld cameras. And they're like walking around and yeah. their parasites are flying everywhere. It's like Blair Witch Project, but... And at the very end, they're like, oh my god, it's the monster. Yeah, but it's trying to be Day After Tomorrow or whatever. Kinda. Maybe not Day After Tomorrow, but... It's like Day After Tomorrow mixed with the Godzilla movie. Day After Tomorrow with Mel Gibson. Huh? Does it have Mel Gibson in it? Yeah. I don't know. What is Day After Tomorrow? That's an alien movie? No, that's the Snowstorm Apocalypse movie. What's the alien movie that was really crazy? Signs? No, like the one that was like really dangerous. They made fun of it like... um, They made fun of it in Scary Movie just like they did Signs. No, I'm telling you it was the one after that. It was... Day at the World of War of the Worlds? War of the Worlds. Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Dude, that movie's insane. I only saw that once in theaters. I want to see that again Dude, now. I saw that in the drive-in. Really? Yeah. And it's like they're like long, like octopusy looking things. Like, yeah. That's that crazy. It has kind of like the fake out ending too. I don't remember, but. The aliens die because they can't handle our diseases. Our bacteria give them a disease and it kills them. That's sick. That seems that seems right though, right? That seems like it could happen at one point. Like yeah, definitely. Alien attack, and then we just give them like that, honestly, COVID. That could be the reason. <laughs> that could be the reason why like they have an attack sooner. They're like, we can't go on that fucking earth. They got so many diseases. 
Humanity wow. is a disease walking around <laughs> waiting to be spread. They're like, they got herpes? <laughs> <laughs> that shit would take out our, our whole generation. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they haven't invented condoms yet in the alien world, but they Bro. can uh, understand all languages of any planet. It'd be a terrible, terrible movie where it's just like an astronaut and he keeps arriving at planets only to wipe them all out with his diseases. It's kind of what the white people did to the Indians, but... Crazy. Crazy indeed. Yeah, maybe that's, be a fucked up movie. Maybe so. that's the plot of Avatar 2. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, you're going? Oh, yeah. Got to. When's it come out? December. December? Right? Damn. Christmas? I think it's a Christmas movie. Maybe it's November. Might be November. It's close. Might right be a Thanksgiving movie. I'm going to go see Bros next week. Dude, I want to see Bros so bad. It got great reviews. It also looked good before. Yeah, I it's saw pretty funny. It looks really funny. I think, like, right now, it's <coughs> prime for a rom-com revival. Yeah. I know. That's why I'm down to watch that Pete Davidson one, too. Yeah. And, like, the George Clooney and, uh, what's her name? Uh, she's in all the rom-coms in the 90s. Uh, Julia Scarlett. Roberts? Yeah, Roberts. Julia Roberts. Her and George Clooney are in a rom-com coming up. They need to do a fucking Oceans... 14? Yeah, or just Oceans Back or something. I don't know. Like I would love an Oceans movie where it happens in like the 80s. It's I want like their everyone to team up now. Get all the all the girls, all the guys. Oceans 24? Mega heist. Oceans 24? The Oceans job. Or maybe just Oceans. Off the sea. Oceans, w- the <laughs> tide returns. <laughs> Waves never die. <laughs> Ocean is forever. Ocean waves. <laughs> Oceans never die. Oceans for life. Yeah. Lost we oceans. It. We need it. Yeah. I love those movies. Yeah. There's something about them. Especially. You see uh, that Knives Out. My bad, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, go for it. You see that Knives Out is like, they're all invited because they all are already into mysteries. Yeah. Solving mysteries. Yeah, yeah, That's an interesting, like, spin on it. I think so. I think it's going to be very cool. I'm, I'm glad. I'm pissed that they're starting this rollout and we still got to wait, like, two and a half months. Like I know. I really hope we can see it in theaters. Yeah. Although, I mean, being on Netflix is going to be tight, too. But Yeah, no, I w- I'd rather see it in theaters. I didn't get to see the first one in theaters. I remember I barely knew what it was about. Just getting to see it at High Point, it was tight. Uh, it's also one of those ones that I just want to see before the internet reacts to it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They've already shown it at fucking festivals and shit. Like, that's why I'm like, why are you guys doing this? Like, press yeah. rollout. Like, I think that's, like, maybe one of the things I like least about movies is, like, the good movie rollout. Or, like, the art film rollout. Where, like, they show you the trailer, and they're, like, only in theaters. And then they're, like, fuck yeah, I'm ready to see this shit. And then it's only in, like, three cities for, like, the first three months. Yeah. And then finally it's in your city. But it's, like, after everyone's already gushed about it and talked about it for forever. Can we do my new favorite segment on the pod? Yeah. Which is me making you watch a movie trailer. Oh, okay, I'm with it. I thought it was about to be Fashion Club. No. (laughs) Yeah, here, come check out this uh, new Balenciaga.
right, podcast people. I'm going to make Stevie watch this, and then we'll be right back. What's the... Bro, that looks great. I also didn't realize that the director was the director of Old Boy and the Stroker. Actually, this is the better trailer. Oh, shit. Those shots are crazy. This is the better trailer. That last one was trash. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was going to say, Old Boy is a crazy movie. Really? I've never seen it. It is almost like the same trailer, but shot just way better. It gives some of the cooler action shots. Yeah, this is cool. I think Korean film is like really having, not its moment, but I think American mainstream is starting to catch on to how cool it is. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's awesome. Um, Because Old Boy is really cool. And then obviously, you know, Parasite was amazing. Yeah, I still haven't seen Parasite. Parasite's really good. And so is Memories of Murder, which is his earlier movie. Okay. Um, But I think they do action so interestingly. Like you remember uh, Train to Busan? Oh, yeah. And, like, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, remember Fonz didn't watch that? Yeah. He asked me the other day, you seen Train to Busan? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we did that on the pod, didn't we? <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. Oh, dude, that would be so great, too. <laughs> I know. It is so good. Oh, man. Especially, like, after Squid Game and after Parasite, I feel like Americans are starting to loosen up. Yeah, Squid Game is so good. Like, Squid Game really, like, you know, I know it was, like, a viral thing, and I was, like, late to it, and, like, everybody loved it, but, like, Squid Games really was, like, I don't know. It just, it's one of those it's still got, like, every time I think about it, it's just, like, oh, my God, that was such an amazing, heartbreaking experience. Like, and, like, memorable sets and characters. Yeah, it's really amazing. And, like, um, very relevant to our time. Yeah. And like it's we it's one of those things that's like feels worldly relevant. Like not just one culture would understand. Yeah. That oh yeah. Kind of vibe. No, definitely not. Like a very universal sort of uh theme. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely. It's, I know like I'm American and we we really do have a lot of the bigger films, but I love getting glimpses of other people's films and like sort of what makes their cultures film like what they do differently with film than with us yeah no i mean just like train to busan as well and and i ha- you know i haven't watched that many other korean but but both those alone like like really just got me like more curious about you know what i mean just just i don't know just well korean shit in particular but like you know i don't know but just trying to be more open to other movies you know and, and i don't know no for sure for sure yeah, because, I mean, yeah, it's, and especially off this trailer, too, like, like, god damn, yeah, like, like, I don't know, Korean films are just, like, 
it's like fucking all of them are like A24 films in a sense. You know, yeah. It's almost like A24 like got some shit from them and started With like, some heavy, heavy action yeah. and like violence. Yeah, like moments that just pop. Yeah, they're not afraid to be a little, and, and no one's afraid to be too edgy. But you know what I mean. But they're not afraid to like tell some like crazy stories yeah. as well. And like they make their edginess count. Yeah, at least the movies I've seen. Yeah, there's been a few other shows that I've watched too, like that. I can't even think of that. I don't even know what they were called, but I started. But kind of like similar to the Squid Games vibe. There was some that other people were going crazy for, like. Almost like these kids that like started this video game in the in the town or some shit. Like their whole town just turned into a video game and it was just like everybody killing each other type shit. Wow. But it was very weird. I don't know. That sounds like Grand Theft Auto in real life. Kinda, but it was like, it was like a game type shit. I don't know. You see that they got that kid? That's all the Grand Theft Auto stuff. The leaker? Yeah. They like got se- him? Yeah, it was like a 17 year old boy. Like what are they doing? Are they black phoning him? I mean, I'm, I think he's, like, arrested right now, but it's unconfirmed. It seems like he's the one that, like, he got arrested He's in a jail cell it. getting phone calls right now from, like, being like, hey. Hey, here's what you got to do. I got caught leaking for a fucking halo. Here's what you got to do. <laughs> it's like Edward Snowden calling him. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, you know who Edward Snowden is? No. He's the guy that, like, revealed that the NSA is spying on us. <laughs> and, like, he, he actually is in Russia now. He found, uh, like... What's it called? A safe haven in Russia. Like they wouldn't expedite him because they're not tight. Damn, dude, he's, Russia's crazy. He's been there for a, for a long time, like since 2015 or whatever, and he's been like peacefully living there. And like I think this week or like this last week, uh, Putin made him a citizen of Russia. But people think that he did that so that he could either be drafted or have to go back home to the U.S. to face consequences if he doesn't want to be drafted. Damn, which is like kind of fucked up. Damn, that's wild. It, like, sucks that if he came back here, he would be, like, arrested and sentenced. Because I feel like what he did was actually, like, pretty heroic in the sense of, like, we know now a little bit. Yeah. That all of our texts are being read and stuff like that. That's wild. The world's crazy. The world is crazy. But we got movies. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, man. That's a part of what I was thinking when I was just watching this kids watch TV. I was like, man. Thank God we got some shit to watch. Yeah, although they were like, that one boy was like, I got to get out of here so I can watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Which I feel like would probably be a little bit traumatizing to watch after Kid that. Kid was like, do you remember what I told you? He was like, to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Uh-huh. It's like, bro, you are in the fucking <laughs> Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre right now. <laughs> Uh, I feel like if this would be, like, a TV show in, like, the 70s, it'd be, like, to drink more Ovaltine. No, no, sorry. That wasn't it. <laughs> like, some kind of advertisement in there. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. A solid movie, though. Yeah. Shit. What do you give it? I'm going to give it... Oh, that's hard. I'm between, like, a 7.5 and an 8. Yeah. I want to say an 8. It's a solid movie. Yeah. Um, it maybe doesn't feel like there wasn't like a crazy amount going on. It was a very like personal or not personal, like small scale movie. Yeah. Which maybe takes away a little bit from it. I don't know. What do you give it? I don't know. I mean, pretty similar. Um, like no huge complaints or anything. Yeah. But like, it also didn't blow my mind in a way. 
Yeah, it didn't it didn't blow my mind, but it was really good, and I just do think that there was something like something really great about making such a creepy movie, but then making it like that satisfying of an ending. Like we didn't even say, it, but the kid fucking gets to kill him. You know what I mean? The kid fucking traps him with everything he learns by all the kids yeah. on the phone, and and lets the kids. Say their last words to the man. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. It's so fucking satisfying. You know, he's killing him, and then the phone rings one last time, and and I was thinking too. I'm like, oh, like is the kid gonna get distracted and get a, you know, and go for the phone, and that's gonna fuck things up? But he's like, he's like, no, this phone's for you, baby. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this this is for you, and then puts the phone Bro, on his ears. He reverse homed alone this man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He trapped him in his own home. And then those kids said all the last things they said to him. Yeah. But it was it it, it was meant for different. him. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It was like a little message machine. Yeah. Versus like them actually being there. Yeah. It was like, here's my advice for you. Yeah, I just, I do think that, it, the movie didn't, yeah, necessarily blow my mind, but the the, the outcome of everything kind of did a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, for being such a weird concept, like it was done well. Um, yeah. What do you think this dude would have done with Multiverse of Madness? What do you mean? The director that did this uh, was the director of Multiverse of Madness before. Really? Rainy. Yeah, Scott Derrickson. I think he did Strange One too, and he left because um, Marvel didn't want to let him go. Dark as, Yeah, as horror as because he wanted to. He would have had some fucked up shit happen with the kids. I don't know. Maybe Doc Dark Strange would have been darker. Maybe it was before America Chavez was supposed to be in it too, or maybe she was always supposed to be in it, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think Rami did good with what this the script was. Yeah. Like no complaints on the directing. Yeah. Um, because that was it was spooky. It was the spookiest Marvel movie so far. Yeah. This movie was also spooky. Yeah. This it, is a, this is a good Halloween one right here. Yeah, I saw a Halloween movie. Plays on real fears. Yeah. But takes it up a notch. I like that it wasn't. Just the dude that's creepy. I like that there was a mask involved. I don't know why, but that made it feel interesting. And like that he freaked out when his mask was taken off. Yeah, that's something. That's something that's a little unexplored. Is yeah, he really lost it when he lost the mask. It almost like completely, you know, like shattered him. Yeah, you know what I mean. It made him completely vulnerable, and he wasn't even fighting back anymore. That's when the kid really won. And was able to see who the kid guy really was and yeah, end his life. That's something I wish we knew a little bit about. But but I do agree. Yeah, I just it's better just to keep people evil sometimes, and and that needs to happen more often nowadays. Anyway. Yeah, I also love that like the freezer ended up giving the food for the boy to give to the dog. Yeah, that was smart. Yeah, no, yeah, that that's why that's the part that blew my mind is just the fact that every little thing just made fucking sense. Like they they did that well. Like that's a that's a hard thing to pull off to be very specific with just three things like that, but it just works out and and the I don't know. Yeah, it's just the concept was well done for what it was. You know, it may not be my favorite horror movie out of the bunch, but yeah. And there was like spooky supernatural elements happening too. Exactly. Like past like the bottle moving and like pointing to the thing and then breaking mm-hmm. against the wall. The dreams between the sister, the mom, we know nothing about. Yeah. You know, and like I love the flashback shots, how it was like vintage. I was wondering if they were going to somehow trace the mom to him. I was too. Kind of like a 
Or no maybe. spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen it, but a scream scenario, you know. Um, what do you mean exactly? Spoil it. The in the first one, the the killers killed the mom like a year before. Hmm. I'm pretty sure at least. Damn. Like, remember when, like she's like all sad about her mom's one year anniversary death. Damn. That was fucking fucking shaggy, man. Shaggy. Just when you trust him. He's one of the killers in the first one. Matthew Lillard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't he? Right? They yeah, teamed Billy, up together. Billy Loomis? Is it, no, his name not Billy Loomis. Billy Loomis is the other dude. Yeah, that's the... Uh, that's the main dude. The main dude, but then the friend is helping, too. Yeah. Wait, is that Matthew Lillard? He's definitely the Scooby-Doo. Shaggy. I don't know what his name is. Crazy. Because I was like, I trust this man. He's Shaggy. Yeah. That's what they try to do. They did that. Never mind. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I could only assume that, that they're, they're, they do things like that in the next one. I mean, in this one, they even, in Scream 1, they're like, it would be so obvious that it would be the dad that obviously it won't be the dad. Yeah. And stuff like that to try to make you think that it might actually be the dad. Yeah. To get you off the, bro. What did you get the movie? I mean, I'd have to get it like a yeah, like a seven point five or eight two. I don't know, you know. Yeah, like I'm giving it a seven point eight. Seven point eight. Yep. Maybe it'll grow on me, but seven point eight. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it the eight. I think it, I think it's worthy. Everyone should watch it. They like scary shit. If you like scary shit, and you're not easily triggered by abuse. Yeah. Oh man, another another spooky one down. Halloween is here, baby. Yeah, it's a lot it's of spooky it. season. You gonna you gotta you gotta get in Child's Play, man. You gotta get to the show. I will. I will. Is there a new Child's Play coming out this year? Uh, the show. Oh, is it is it the show? Yeah, the show season two. Oh, that could be our TV club. Starts soon. Starts this week. Really? October fifth. Shoot, I'll have to binge season one. Better go for it. It's really good. I'm on it. I'm on it. Really good. Uh, what's the what's the movie next week? Um, on selected at the moment. Either, The Shining. Ooh, baby. It's gonna be The Shining, but that's gonna be creepy. That's gonna be I creepy. love The Shining. It's gonna be real creepy. That one actually creeps me out too. Um, Johnny's home. Here's just Johnny. Fucking naked girl scene. That's. Yeah, that's shivery. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, either The Shining, um, or if I get another Halloween pick and I don't feel like watching The Shining this week, um, it's gonna be Freddy vs. Jason. Let's go! Or, I'm gonna get one of our guests. Okay. We have a few people that said they wanted to guess for Halloween, so I'm gonna see if I can get a guest for next week. So it may Sick. be a whole, whole different pick from one of those, but that's my next two picks for horror movies. Hell yeah. If I get two picks. Let's get it. I'm down. But well, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Follow, Follow us movie club. <laughs> com. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna just beat you to it from now on. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh. What was but this yeah. episode seventy eight? Yeah, man, all right, we gotta fucking start introing shit. Terrible. Next episode, the first thing we're gonna say is what episode number Welcome is? to the movie club. This is episode this is seventy eight now. I'm Rob Apollo.
<laughs> with me here. And I'm Stefan White. <laughs> 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 Who's that? <laughs> Just kidding. Fonzarelli. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, thank you all for listening. It's been a good episode. Thank you, Stevie, for watching this movie and Happy doing Saturday. this episode slightly different. It was fun. Unconventional, yeah. It was hope a good day. Hope we do some more. But Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. All righty. You guys have a good one. Thank you for listening. Peace. What do you mean by that? Give me a fucking break, buddy. Oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs>